The Masters is back. Stream all four days from Augusta and get every second of big swinging, glorious setting, career besting, water splashing, record breaking, tiger taming, Rory winning, maybe eagle making, green jacketing, golf glory you could ask for. Grab a Now TV Sky Sports Week Pass and watch all four days of the Masters for just 15 euro. Search Now TV today. Content streamed via the internet, full terms at nowtv.com. And it goes a little something like this. Tether it off, we're gonna tether it off the mother sucker. Tether it off the sucker. We want the bump. Yeah, want the bump. Oh, we need the bump. We gotta have the bump. What you want? Hi, it's Jamie, progressive number one, number two employee. Leave a message at the... Hey, Jamie, it's me, Jamie. This is your daily pep talk. I know it's been rough going ever since people found out about your acapella group, Mad Harmony, but you will bounce back. I mean, you're the guy always helping people find coverage options with the Name Your Price tool. It should be you giving me the pep talk. Now get out there, hit that high note, and take Mad Harmony all the way to nationals this year! Sorry, this is pitchy. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Be when you grow up. I wanna be rich. Oh, I wanna be rich. My advice to you is to do what your parents did. Get a job, sir! In a world where fantasy shows suck, here's one that doesn't suck as much. Funkin' Fantasy with Luigi Curto. That's what I'm talking about. (sighs) And there's already someone coming to the table, (laughs) starting trouble where they shouldn't be starting trouble. (sighs) God damn it, sit down. Welcome to Funk of Fantasy. Welcome to the Dumpster Fire, which is this program brought to you by Moonshine Philadelphia each and every Tuesday night. And also streaming live via the Tony Bruno Facebook page, the Tony Bruno Show, which will be coming back here again. We're back here back-to-back days. Joe Rafino, Joe Rafino, my man on my left. Hello. Uh, Tony Bruno Show will start tomorrow, Tuesday. Pending, pending a Mega Millions victory at some point. You might be out. I might, might be is not the correct word. I'm out. As we would say, he gone. No, I'm kidding. Uh-oh. I will do what Tony says. The same thing Tony Bruno's always said, that if he hits the, the lottery, if he wins the lottery on Wednesday, he owes it to his fans to finish out the week. So I will finish out the next two days, which I'm not on air, but I'll be around if you need me for anything. Okay. Me being Luigi Curto, I'm your host of this freaking disaster that you hear every single Tuesday night, which is Funkin' Fantasy. And we have a lot of fun. We got a lot of things going on tonight, a lot of moving and shaking in the NFL. Uh, well, we're here to talk about fantasy-wise. And the implications that have happened with the huge trade of the Dallas Cowboys acquiring Amari Cooper from the Oakland Raiders and John Gruden doing, literally trying to just outdo Chip Kelly yeah. the best he possibly can. I haven't. But he's getting picks, though. He, he's getting picks. He has three picks in the first round next year. In order to, to get those picks, he had to trade away a generational type player in Khalil Mack, who Khalil Mack isn't a guy you want for your organization. He's a guy you build your organization around. 
Seriously. I mean, yeah. that's the kind of player he oh, is. He changed, he changed uh, Chicago's dynamic. He has, he has the Chicago Bears as an actual contender in the NFC, well, to make the playoffs at least. And now that defense is, is strengthened upon his back and his back alone. And then also now he trades Amari Cooper. And we'll get to Amari Cooper trade in a little bit. I'll talk about that. I'll dissect it a little bit. We'll actually hear from a Cowboys fan uh, who wants to give his two cents about it and break it down. I'll read his, his thoughts and reactions later on. Um, Does he mention rings? I know he doesn't mention rings. We don't talk about that stuff. It was funny because I had um, so Barry Switzer, right, mm-hmm. who coaches the Dallas Cowboys to a Super Bowl victory. And let's be honest, with that roster, you and I could have coached that yeah. Dallas Cowboys team yeah, to, that to was an NFL. Jimmy Johnson aftermath, right? Really, right. So Barry Barry Switzer basically had it on Ron Popeil mode: just set it and forget it and rock and roll. Right. And we're in Houston during the um, the final four of Villanova won the national championship. It's myself and Tony Bruno and Miss Robin. We're sitting there. We're doing. Radio at um, what that's some freaking said. No, no, well, we're no, we were in Houston and oh. we were doing a um, God, I forget the guy's name, but we were, do, we were doing radio and, and we were doing a show for the guy's house. Oh, uh, Ron, David Gow, David Ron Gow, Jeremy? no, no, not Ron Jeremy, but Ron Jeremy, you know, okay, so so uh, Dennis Hoff, the guy from the yes. Bunny Ranch, he passed away. Do you yes. know who found him? Yes, Ron Jeremy's yes. the guy who found him. I heard I leave it up story. to a hedgehog to find a body, you know what I'm saying? Be, speaking of which, I got that, uh, I got that voucher. For the oh, really? one free pop over at the, uh, yeah, I got a, I got, I got a, a voucher for, um, for the Bunny Ranch. Nice. Yeah, it's, it's two years old, though. So, you, so it's not, sometimes, like, these gift cards, they start to, like, depreciate a little bit. Yeah. It's probably good for, like, a hand job now. It's about it. But yeah, it's same, it's same, and listen, it's still worth something. Five minutes. It's a gift that keeps on giving the whole year round. <sighs> Meanwhile, what was I saying? Um, what was I talking about? Oh, yeah, so we were in Houston, right? And Barry Switzer comes on with us. He's, I don't know why he's there, but he's there. So we're talking a little bit, and he's getting. Someone called in and said something about the, you know, was it, you know, foolish of you to go for it on fourth down against the Eagles? You know, he went. Remember, he went for it, and, and we right. stuffed them twice or whatever yep. it was on third down and fourth down. And he throws his ring up on the table, <laughs> right? And he goes, uh, "Just remind me a second, who, you know, who won that year?" Now this is after a good twenty-minute dissertation by Tony saying, "Remember, we are on live radio on FM." So you cannot swear, Luigi. I said, Tony, come on. I'm, I'm, I'm an aspiring professional here. I'm not going to curse on the radio, right. right? Barry Switzer puts his, puts his hand up on the table and goes, who won? What do I say to Barry Switzer? Why are you bringing up old shit? <laughs> that was the first <laughs> thing that came right out of my mouth. They had a call back, I got, and, and they had to dump it. But Barry Switzer laughed, and so did everyone else. And that's all that's important is people laughing. And that's what we do on this program. It's hot in here. Anybody else hot? It's warm. It's a little warm, right? Joe Quillen. Joe Quillen's in the house. We're going to use you as the... Um, as the maintenance man here, just crank that, that baby. It might be down to like 70. Crank that thing down to like 70, 69, 68 degrees. Speaking of 69 and 68, let me give you the phone number here. 619-924-9874. 619-924-9874. That's how you jump into this program. And I just saw someone come through uh, on, the, uh, on the Facebook Live page saying, whoa, this is a family show. Speaking of family, we treat family like family on this show. Yeah, we yell at you. And... It's Cindy Lou Who's birthday. Well, it was her, it birthday. Was her birthday. It was her birthday. So it's a belated birthday. And Joe Rafino over here is, is, is the gentleman who's in charge of uh, dating Cindy Lou Who. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't say privilege. I'd say more in charge of. Uh, but uh, he, got, he, got, he got Cindy a Dundee Award. I got her a Dundee. A Dundee yes. Award for birthday. That's, it's her, that's her the office is her favorite show. So you, the, being a good man, you listen to what the woman wants and what she likes and things like that. And you got her a Dundee. A Dundee, yep. What did a Dundee cost you? I don't want to say that. Are you listening to the oh, show while I, on the show? I didn't hit. The, I didn't Jesus mean Christ, that part. But anyway, whoopsies. So you got her at Dundee. Yeah. Then, did you guys go out anywhere? Yeah. Well, we were going to go out. Uh, yeah, we went to dinner. 
All right, nice. Dan Murphy saying, what up from Delco? What up, Dan? It's, uh, it's, uh, listen, so it's man, it's, it's, it is still Jort weather, but it's getting to be at that time where it's Jordan flannel weather. Mm-hmm. Speaking of Jordan flannels, I went up to, uh, to Penhurst. Sorry. Penhurst Asylum, the, the, the haunted house, the haunted attraction, mm-hmm. right? A fire, a fire truck. Well, the show just started. I mean, he's <laughs> 10 minutes late, though. Um, I went to Penhurst. Dude, so well done. So well, yeah, man, it's so well. If you have a chance to get the Penhurst Asylum, I mean, do your research on it first. I mean, just reading about it will scare the hell out of you. But if you get up there yourself, they have like a, it's like three attractions. They move it along pretty well. Like they heard, first, they heard you in like cattle, like you're in these like little like corrals, and you're just moving around. You're waiting to go in. Dress warm for the occasion. It's out in the middle of, of nowhere, okay. But the actual the ascension up to the property. It's just this long black drive, man, and there's no lights. There's no questionnaire, is there? No questionnaire. Because you won't stay there? No. Nothing like that? Nothing. Okay, nothing good. like that. No. They All tried right. to keep me, but I was able to escape. Well, you're in good shape with that marathon running. Yeah, Dan Murphy said the tunnel is crazy. The tunnel is crazy. They built these tunnels, dude. Right. Like, these are, the, uh, they're like man-made kind of a thing. It's like a new part of the attraction. But there's one part of it's like pitch black. I literally walked straight in the wall. Did you? <laughs> yeah, no, I got people jumping well, out and I, stuff like that. Yeah, but right. see... The people that jump out don't scare me because I know whenever you're creeping around, right. just watch for the corners, watch for the angles because that's where the people c- come out of. That's not what bothers me. The part that bothers me is those little jerk-offs on the floor that grab the back of your knee. Yeah, That's the bad. part that freaks me out, yeah, man. I, I don't I like, like that. that. I went with someone and I, we were all the way in the back and then all of a sudden I ended up all the way in the front. Yeah, I was all the way happens. up in the front, man. I was like, don't be scared. It's okay. It's going to be okay and it was okay and we're going to be okay here on Funkin' Fantasy. Um, as long as you don't push back, you're okay. No, we don't push back. But the one thing that we do have to get to is tonight's fantasy, Luigi versus the listeners' fantasy showdown. Last week, I took it down in Famous Dogs, okay? I'm on a two-week winning streak, which is huge, because I was coming off a loss, which never happened. Oh, what is that that's getting brought to the table here? Is that a, is that a French dip? Oh, dude. You smell that? You smell it over here? Oh, see, now we don't, we don't just get the... We don't get to just eat the. Uh, yes, we don't please. just get to just sample the food here at Moonshine, which I, I've eaten this entire menu. That gets any but I've yet to have the short it. rib French dip sandwich. My God, that looks so good. Joe, I'm gonna have to ask you to walk over there and just eat it on that uh, side of the table. I can't smell that con- out, consistently the entire night. <laughs> <sighs> but this week, since trick or treat, trick or treat time is approaching, Halloween is upon us. We're gonna do candies in the Luigi vs. Listeners Fantasy Show. Now, however, there's a stipulation: no chocolate. No chocolate candies to be used. These are candies that you get in your trick-or-treat bag or your pillowcase, which I, I use. I went old school. I got pillowcases. We don't stop until the pillowcase is full. <laughs> oh, yeah. All right? And how you many, got, what's how that? many did you fill up when you, were, uh, when you were growing up? Minimum two. Yeah. Minimum two. Oh, yeah. You got one in the back pocket and one on hold. And then sometimes, depending on how quick you made, you made your rounds and how quick you got filled up, you would go back to the house and re-up. Oh, yeah. Well, we would change, change masks because, like, I, didn't, I wasn't a city guy, so... Oh, okay. You know, people, a lot of people know us and stuff, so we would just switch up masks. Now, do you give out? Do you do you give out candy on Halloween? You know, I, like at my house before, there was hardly anybody there. There were there weren't many kids. Well, because we talk, and we, I mean, people talk about this all the time. Now, Halloween starts at like four o'clock. It's over at six. Yeah. What kind of nonsense is that? I think the last time that was really big was actually uh, two thousand eight, after the uh, Phillies parade. That's true. That That's was, true. That was That's a true. big Halloween. But Halloween, the one before. thing I have realized though, is Halloween is big for the for the for the women. Because it's like an excuse to dress like a slut. Like, it really is. Like, I've never seen a cat look like that. Yeah, it shows off all their... I've never seen a cat look... It's like, you know, I've never seen a nurse that looks like she charges by the half hour. Seriously, this is, that's what it is. It's just an excuse to wear scantily clad clothes and just be a hoe. That's what it looks like, man. No, I'm, I'm, I'm sorry. No, I'm not just... being a hoe, but you're just dressing like a... Uh, I, I don't know. Just, it, there's just... 
I understand, but you're doing it right now. You got a leopard print now. You know what I'm saying? It's just, I'm just, I'm just, I'm just kidding. I just never understood the whole reason. It's like, you know, you're conservative. You're wearing like, you know, conservative clothes the whole year round, and then come Halloween, and it's just time to go out. It's time to go ape shit. It's the librarian factor. It is. You're right. It is the librarian factor. It is. I'm saying, do whatever you want to do. Be, you know, and I'm glad for you. I'm just saying though, it's just like. You know, people are. I saw people that were trying to make like sexy costumes out of new flyers outfit, out of new flyers mascot, out of gritty. Yeah. How do you sexify a meth addict? Did you see the uh, the gritty tattoo on that dude's ass? Yeah, I mean seriously. <laughs> Why, getting a mascot who may or may not even be around in the next three years. Oh, he's gonna be around. You think gritty's I, gonna I, be around? I think Batman. Uh, yeah, I think he's I, all in with this guy. Yeah. Well, no, I, I think that he was. Uh, the Flyers were forced to do so, and I think the Flyers just gave a big fu to them and got the most grotesque, uh, obnoxious mascot out there, which I think they're succeeding. No, oh, I don't know, man. I can't, I, Gritty's not growing on me. He's okay. growing on a lot of people, but he's not growing on me. So anyway. Well, well, the team's not growing at all right now. No, not at all. The team's same issues they've had for the last 20 years. But that's hockey. We'll leave it on the ice. Coming back to football now. So speaking of the game that we talked about, uh, we pick a fantasy football team based on a category today. It's candy, excluding chocolate. The first pick is already gone off the board. It went to Jason Nemiroff. He makes the first pick for the listeners every single, every single week. Um, and he didn't mess this one up. Now he, went, he went right away. He took Skittles at running back, which a lot of people were, were applauding. It's a solid candy. People love Skittles. You can't fault him for that. Um, not a big fan. I, me neither. I'm not a big fan of it. But I am a fan of my pick. And I'm taking a quarterback. You know, to, to win in this league, you need a star quarterback. So I'm taking star burst. Star burst that's, at quarterback. That's a quality. Thank you, my that's friend. That's a quality. Thank you, my friend. And that is a quarterback, you said? Quarterback. We're going star burst at quarterback. We'll be reading these out later on. You can give us your picks at, um, at Funkin' Fantasy on Twitter. Hashtag Funkin' Fantasy with your picks. And then you can also call in at 619-924-9874. 619-924-974. Before we get down to the Mari Cooper stuff and then the rest of the fun stuff with the candy, we got some business to get down to, which is the MVPs and the SOBs of the week. Uh, these are my winners and losers. Uh, I use MVPs and SOBs. That way I don't get sued for copyright infringement. Anyway, uh, so last Thursday in Arizona, the Denver Broncos defense drops 42 points on the Arizona Cardinals. Emmanuel Sanders, six receptions, 102 yards and a touchdown. And then he goes one for one with a 28-yard strike that also goes for a touchdown, 29.2 points. Uh, then we go across the pond in London. Uh, Melvin Gordon in this game was a late scratch just with a hamstring. Uh, he looks like he's going to be fine for next week. They, this is more of a precautionary. They'll get him back after the bye. Uh, Philip Rivers against the Titans, 19 to 26, 306 yards, two touchdowns, zero picks, one rush for minus one yard, 29.9 points. Um, Tyrell, all I do is score every, uh, every single freaking week on huge plays. Williams, four receptions for 118 that's yards a and a score. Yeah, dude, well, that's all he does, man. He scores long-ass touchdowns. He scored. That score coming from 75 yards out. Then uh, Tom Brady at Chicago, 25. Did you see the Chicago game? The Chicago game is incredible. No, I didn't see that one. 25 out of 36, 277 yards, three touchdowns and a pick, one rush for six yards, 28.6 points. Uh, James White filling in for the injured Sony, uh, Sony Michelle, 11 carries, 40 yards, but he had eight receptions for 57 yards and two touchdowns, 25.7 points. James White is almost a must-start now uh, in this Patriots offense. The Pats defense gave up 31 points and almost lost on a Hail Mary at the end of the game but still put up 28 points in fantasy, which is amazing. And Mitch Trubisky, 26 of 50, 333 yards, two touchdowns, two picks. Um, he led the team in rushing, six rushes, 81 yards, and a touchdown, 37.1 points. Excuse me. Andrew Luck, home against the Buffalo, uh, what you call it, the Buffalo Bills. He needed zero luck to win this game, 17 to 23 for 156 yards, four touchdowns, three rushes for five, uh, for five yards, 30 and a half points. And then Marlon returned to the Mac. 
19 carries, 126 yards and a touchdown, added two receptions, 33 yards, and another score, 30.9 points. Uh, it looks like Marlon Mack is back, my friend. So forget about Naeem Himes. Marlon Mack is, uh, is here to stay in the backfield for the Indianapolis Colts. Latavius Murray, uh, the Jets, against the Jets, he's back-to-back scoring, scoring games for Murray. In Dalvin Cook's absence, 15 carries, 69 yards, two touchdowns, two receptions, 14 yards, 21.3 points. I, I apologize, everyone. My mouth's a little dry here from this heat. It's really warm in here. The, the, uh, the dumpster fire must be coming through the windows or something. A little smoke. Yeah. Adam hooked on a Thielen another week, another hundo for Adam. Nine receptions, 110 yards, and a score, 21.5 points. And then Cam Newton of Philadelphia. He and the, uh, the Panthers waited until the fourth quarter to get going, but uh, those who played him... Your patience paid off. 25 of 39, 269 yards, two touchdowns, zero interceptions, seven carries for 49 yards, 28.9 points. Got to uh, love that prevent defense. Eric, uh, uh, Eric Flux checking in here on Facebook Live saying, when is Harry coming back in? Uh, Harry will be back in soon, uh, but he'll be back on with Tony and myself on Wednesday nights. Uh, make sure you check back for the Tony Bruno Show tomorrow night. Uh, we can give you an update with that. We might have a special guest in the studio. I, I can't give you the name yet, but we're still trying to effort that right now. Todd Gurley, <clears throat> excuse me, Todd Gurley at San Fran, does what Todd, Cur- Todd Gurley does, scores touchdowns. 15 carries, 63 yards, two touchdowns, four receptions, 23 yards, and another score, 28.6 points. The Rams defense also put up 35 points in this game, which is funny because the Rams defense scored more points than the Rams offense scored. Isn't that funny? <laughs> yeah, it's great. Yeah. This, it, yes, that's right. That's right from woman in the back. The, the, uh, the L.A. Rams are 7-0, and it looks like that no one is going to stop them. No one's going to stop that train. I said the lady in the back. Oh, 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 Jesus Christ. The leopard speaks. The leopard speaks. <laughs> I'm not going to tolerate your crap today. Dak Prescott at Washington, 22 with 35, 273 yards, one touchdown, zero picks, six rushes for 33 yards, and a touchdown, a losing effort. Pat, my homie Mahomes, home against the Bungles, 28 of 39, 358 yards, four touchdowns, one interception, four rushes for 45 yards, 41 and a half points for Pat. And then Kareem Hunt, 15 carries, 86 yards, and a score. Five receptions, 55 yards, two touchdowns, 34.6 points. Now, we always keep saying that <clears throat> on this program. We always say that it's going to, it's only Andy Reid could stop yeah. Kareem Hunt. Yep. And so far, he hasn't been able to do so, but he's learning. He's starting to put Spencer Ware into the game plan. <laughs> so, fantasy owners beware. Spencer Ware has been activated. Uh, and then last night, Odell Beckham Jr. at Atlanta on Monday night, eight receptions for 143 yards and a score, 24.2 points. Uh, the SOBs, let's go with Corey Davis against the Chargers, three receptions for 10 yards, four points. Allen Robinson, home against the Bears. I'm sorry. Allen Robinson for the Bears, home against the Patriots, one reception for four yards, 1.4 points. The entire Buffalo Bills as a franchise will give them the SOB. Will, uh, Luke Wilson, not Owen Wilson. Uh, at Miami, two receptions, eight yards, 2.8 points. Frank Gore come off a huge game <clears throat> the previous week, 10 carries, 29 yards, one reception for four yards. Kyle Rudolph at the Jets, one reception for 16 yards. Isaiah Crowell wasn't supposed to play, but he did play. He only had 11 carries, 29 yards. Uh, Pierre Garçon against the, uh, the Rams, one reception, five yards. Not great, but terrible, 1.5 points. Ezekiel Elliott at the Redskins, he had 15 carries, 33 yards. The Washington Redskins did a great job with uh, bottling up Zeke all day long. And then Evan Engram in his return uh, from his injury at Atlanta last night, he only had two receptions for 16 yards for 3.6 points. Hey, Lou, got a question for you. Talk to me, Goose. Uh, Aguilar, six catches, uh, what, 20 yards? I believe so. Now, for most leagues, is that going to work because he had six catches? Or? Well, in the PPR, obviously in the PPR standpoint, he's going to get six points for that, and then 20 yards would give him two points for the, uh, 
for the yards, because it's one point every 10 yards. So he had eight points. Now, it's, it's, it's funny because Nelson Aguilar was, by many people, including myself, after last year, like I, 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 last year I said was going to be his bust out year. And he did. He, bought, he had a right. great year last year. They had him in a slot. And, he and did a great I, job. I thought that this would continue into this year. Now, obviously, Alshon Jeffrey being hurt for the first four weeks of the season mm-hmm. and forcing Aguilar on the outside as opposed to being on the inside hurt him. But now, with, even with, with, with Alshon back, and you know, Mike Wallace being hurt now last year, Torrey yeah, Smith on the outside. But still, I mean, it, it's almost like Aguilar has been non existent in this offense and, he, and he's regressed. I don't know what's going on with the play calling. I, I, I don't understand it here in Philadelphia, to well, be honest with you. They're doing those wide receiver screens, and he's two yards in the backfield all the time. He's not, you know, he needs a couple steps to get no, loose. No, exactly. They've got to start running more slant plays for, for Nelson Aguilar mm-hmm. and get, get him a chance and to get the ball out. in space and do some plays there because a lot of people did draft Aguilar, uh, you know, a little higher than they normally would have based on what last year's progression was and what this year's, you know, uh, prognostication was on him doing better. I mean, I had him pegged for about 75 catches, over 1,000 yards, and possibly nine touchdowns. He's not going to touch that. No. He's not even going to come close to touching that. It looks like Doug Peterson has basically just forgotten that he has him out there, and he just forgot how to get him in space like he did last year. Treat him like a running back almost. Exactly. And I don't understand what's going on there. And speaking of running backs, I mean, we had a couple trades already happen, one of them being with uh, Carlos Hyde, who gets – signed by the Cleveland Browns uh, earlier in the, you know, before the season starts and then gets traded to Jacksonville as backup for TJ Yeldon because they need insurance because Leonard Fournette's not playing well. And, 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 the, and the funny thing here is that Le'Veon Bell, who said he was coming to work on Monday, he's going to report to Steelers camp, mm-hmm. Monday came and went, at the door he went because Le'Veon <laughs> Bell still has yet to be seen in a Pittsburgh Steelers facility. I mean, this guy, Joe, was either the number one or number two pick in fantasy football this year, and he has still yet to be seen in uniform. There's no way he's going to be able to I mean, now everyone, I mean, now we have the trade deadline in fantasy, and and, and the NFL is approaching us, and it's coming up pretty quick. And people were wondering, especially here in Philadelphia, is Howie Roseman, the general manager here, going to make a move for a running back? The team needs a running back. They got to use a running back. Right? I don't know. I don't know. To be honest with you, the way I see this team going, I don't really think Le'Veon Bell is going to make much of a difference. No, not if you're not going to run the ball. What's the I don't think it's going to make much of a difference. But a lot of people are waiting for Le'Veon Bell to arrive. There's a gentleman walking in here with his bicycle right now. I don't know what's going on, but he's just going to park his bike in the middle of my podcast. That's awesome. Um, <laughs> I'm only kidding. It's not. It's awesome. At a Schwinn? What is that? That's nice, man. It's a nice bike. It's a beautiful bike. Can I sell it? No? Okay. Can right. <laughs> oh, okay, she sit on it? <laughs> Jesus Christ. What up? Anyway, so Le'Veon Bell still yet to report. We'll, we'll see if uh, anything trades happen, any, any trades happen with him. But a lot of teams need running backs out there, you know, playoff push teams. And we'll see uh, if Le'Veon can get traded and, and somehow, some way salvage anything for fantasy owners who have him happen to roster him right now on their teams. I mean – for people who drafted him, again, it tossed you a number one or a number two pick. And for people who traded for him, it cost you a substantial amount probably to just to make the trade for him and hope. And I know in Dynasty Leagues, he was going for second-round picks, third-round picks, mm-hmm. and for people potentially hoping to see if he would come back. And, you know, he keeps saying, I'm coming to work. I'm coming to work. He just doesn't yes. freaking show up. I know people like that on disability do the same thing. I know people like that in real life it's just you know that are completely yeah. healthy and just don't show up to work. Yeah. I'm checking Twitter right now. 
uh, hashtagging at Funkin, well, hashtagging Funkin Fantasy at Funkin Fantasy. And Lou, that might be a podcast first. What's that, buddy? Gentleman brings a bike in, parks it, walks back out. Yeah, he left the bike. <laughs> and then he, he parked the bike and then left the podcast. I give him a run. <laughs> Let me give you the rookie report. We got Josh Rosen against Denver, 21 to 30, 994 yards and a touchdown, three picks. It's, it's, it's tough sledding here for Josh Rosen these days. One rush for 14 yards, 11.4 points. But my man Sam Bradford, still healthy. Told you. Yeah, He's still true. healthy. He might yeah. finish the year on the roster. As long as he doesn't get a paper cut on that uh, clipboard. Well, knowing Sam, it's inevitable. Yeah. Philip Lindsay at Denver, 14 carries, 90 yards, and a score, one reception for 16.1 points. Now, fellow running back Royce Freeman was hurt in that game with an ankle injury. Uh, the, the Denver Broncos are hoping he should be back. He may miss the game. He may, may, he may not miss the game. It's, it's, it, right now, he's just questionable, so you've got to keep an eye on that. But if Royce Freeman is, is, is going to miss any time, Lindsey is an absolute must-deploy next week. Uh, on Johnson at Miami, 19 carries, 158 yards. He got a touchdown poached away from LeGarrette Blunt, uh, and then well, by LeGarrette Blunt, and then two receptions, 21 yards, 18.9 points. Uh, on Johnson starting to pick it up here. Really starting to pick up. Let's see if that Detroit uh, Lions offensive line can keep uh, open up the holes for him. I'm getting phone calls right now during the show. Not busy. I'm busy. I'm in the middle of something. Quiet. You numbskulls on broadcasting. Remember that? Sam Darnold against the Vikings, 17-42, 206 yards and a touchdown, three picks. Six rushes for 18 yards and a touchdown, 18.8 points. Again, Donald puts up good numbers, but it's, the interceptions are just coming in too freak, just, just way too frequently for him. Baker Mayfield at Tampa, 23 of 43, 215 yards, two touchdowns, zero picks, four rushes for 43 yards, 24.3 points. Uh, listen, man, Baker competes. Mm-hmm. He competes he every single week, and you know, that's why the Cleveland Browns drafted him. That's why he had to be the pick for him because he's the guy that's going to just – He's a leader on the field. Yeah, he's going to definitely bring some fire. And that's what they need. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, you know me, I'm, I'm, I'm far from that whole, like, Neanderthal, just like, you know, rah, rah, rah crap. It's the whole... we got to have some substance. But you got to have it. some... Yeah, you got to have some substance, yeah. but it's the whole... It is the, the, the actual passion for the game, yes. for winning, and that's what Baker has, and that's what the Cleveland Browns have, have been without for a long time. So, you know... Like a Jeff Garcia type. Yeah, basically. he's... That guy, yeah. you listen to any interview that that guy speaks, he's just, he's got so much passion for the game. You know, it's, and Baker's, you know, I don't think Baker's that much, but. I no, Baker's got a lot of passion. You can see him, he's living and dying on every single play. You see him out there with, you know, with his helmet off on the sideline while his defense is out there just, just hoping, you know. And yeah, but he's got a little bit more ability than Garcia did. Yes, he does. Yes, he does. Um, Mark Chamberlain, checking in on Facebook Live, saying, I'm a combined 1-13 between my two leagues. Well, that's good. <laughs> I hate to That's do consistent. It. I hate to do it. That's all right, though. I, I, now, see, now you can just relax on Sunday. Who cares anymore, oh, yeah, right? Now you just mail it in, man. If yeah. I were you, just start selling all, just start selling commodities, man. Just start selling commodities. As my, um, oh, what the hell is it? Oh, where is it? I used to have the drop in here. I can't find it. Anymore. Which one's that? Tropic Thunder? No, not the Tropic Thunder. It's the cell drop. I don't know what the hell happened to it. Whatever. Who cares? Eight it's pages gone. of drops? It's gone. I got, yeah, dude. <laughs> Soundboard's vast, bro. It's, a, it's got a lot of sounds, man. Um, anyway, Michael Gallup at the Redskins. Three receptions, 81 yards, and Michael Gallup, congratulations, my friend. Your first career NFL touchdown. Oh, you broke it, Jerry. I mean, this guy has been consistently one reception, yeah. 10 yards. One reception, 17 yards. One reception, 12 yards. He did three receptions, 17 yards. 
And Martin, thank God for DraftKings is right, brother, because yeah. I'm with you, brother. In my one league, I'm dominating. In this league, in my own league, I'm one and flipping six. Ooh. I'm one. In, but you know who you know who is in first place in this league? Rich mother frickin' Fatori. Really? Yep. Who the fuck is that guy? That's the owner of Moonshine. That's free food for everybody. The owner of Moonshine is in first place. Yes, he's in first place, that son of a bitch. He's going to win like two Gs. His kids are probably picking his team. No, no. He sat right here. During the, Joe, you were here for four hours with me, dude. Oh, that's right. He picked the damn team himself. And Saquon Barkley at Atlanta last night. I mean, what can we say about Saquon? 14 carries, 43 yards, one touchdown, nine receptions, 51 yards, 21.9 points. I mean, that guy, I, I, listen, he's going to be a problem at, for the mm -hmm. NFC East and the rest of the league for years to come and should be a top five pick um, for coming year. up next year. Yeah? yeah? Absolutely, man. If he shows up for camp. End of season. Doesn't pull a bell. Because he's no, going to want not, some cash. He's not going to hold. He, he got, he got a, a huge deal already. Remember, he got the most of that contract guarantee. Oh, did he? Mm -hmm. Okay. I don't pay attention to Giants. Saquon, Saquon's fine. Saquon's fine. Uh, the injury report. So we had LaShawn McCoy, concussion protocol. LaShawn McCoy's been in concussion protocol the whole goddamn season. Yeah. I said he was going to rush for 100 yards this week, last week, right against the Indianapolis Colts. First play of the game, bumps his head. That's it. That's it. He's done. Chris Ivory will be... Um, will be the starter if McCoy can't go this week. Melvin Gordon, again, we mentioned the hamstring. Uh, Sonny Michelle's got a knee injury. We'll wait and see what happens with him. Albert Wilson, hip injury. He's doubtful for Thursday night's game at Houston against a quick turnaround for Miami. Uh, and then Kenny Stills, lower body injury. He'll be doubtful, too, with the quick turnaround, I'd imagine. Uh, Kiki Kuti, Kute, actually. Um, wide receiver for the Texans, if people don't know who that is. Hamstring injury, he's doubtful for Thursday. Again, it's a quick turnaround but for the Houston and for Houston and Miami. Yeah, Eli Powell's got a neck injury. He's going to be doubtful for this week. Uh, Derek Anderson, quarterback. This is, this is going to be fun, Joe, for the Buffalo Bills. <laughs> he has a leg injury, might not be able to play this week. And Josh Allen probably won't play this week because he's got the right elbow injury, which means our boy, our favorite son, Nathan, don't call me oh, Jay geez. Peterman, is back at the helm for the Buffalo Bills, brother. They should just name him starter. He always gets back at anyway. I love Nathan Peterman. You want to know why? Because I bet name? against Nathan Peterman and make a freaking <laughs> mint every single time. <laughs> What's that? You want the injury report? Why do you want the injury report? <laughs> she doesn't like McCoy. <laughs> okay, I'll give, you the, I'll give you the injury report. Marshawn Lynch gives up. Uh, he's going to miss about a month or so. So look for... Uh, for Jalen Richard, and yes, Doug Martin, Dougie Fresh in the house to, uh, to stay busy seeing that Josh Gordon, I mean, uh, that John Gruden traded away Amari Cooper. And we'll wait to see because the week is not out yet. The week is not no. done yet. There's still plenty more uh, Oakland Raiders to be traded away. <laughs> it's true. Somebody asked for this. Take it. And then you got Derek Barnett, even though he's not fantasy points. But yeah, Derek Barnett for the Philadelphia Eagles is now done for the entire season with a shoulder injury. Which uh, is really weird because earlier, you know, yesterday, uh, early in the week, yesterday, it was, oh, the Eagles are done, they're done. They're not going to be able to do anything. Barnett goes down, he's out for the year, and it's, uh, oh, they'll be able to rally around it. Season's not over yet. Right. Within 24 hours. It's over. We lose the best, you know, one of the best guys right. on defense right now. Well, but it's okay. It's, listen, man. And I, and I meant we're going to be okay because we are all players. We are. Yeah, exactly. You know? We're all players. No. You know, I, I, I just, I want to remain calm. <laughs> I want to remain calm. Like, you know, <laughs> listen, I want to remain I don't even want to get into it. I don't want to start ripping apart the fandom stuff. I'm not trying to take, I'm not trying to, to, to ruin anyone's day. That's your job, That's Joe. Job. I'm you. not trying to, to piss in anyone's Cheerios. I don't want to bring any storm clouds over everything. I had a very, very productive Session with my psychologist. I'm in a better place, okay? <laughs> yeah. 
pills are starting to work. Things are starting to work. I don't want to yell at anyone. Pills are good, man. They're, 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 pills are good. It's your time. You know, you want to whatever it is you want to do that makes you happy. You do whatever it is that makes you happy. Just stay the fuck away from me, <laughs> all right? Because I don't want to see it. I don't want to hear it. I'm sick of it. All right. I'm just sick of it. I was fine, Joe. I was doing fine until you started to bring up this fanboy shit. I poked the bear, huh? <sighs> I'm good here. I can leave now, right? Yep. I did my job. Thanks. Meanwhile. All right. So I talked about the Amari Cooper thing. This is big news. I mean, it's not every day that first-round picks get traded and guys like former first-round picks, Amari Cooper, get traded. So let's, let me break this down a little bit into, into what happened. So John Gruden goes to Oakland and decides that, for some reason, Khalil Mack is not a good fit. <laughs> and then he trades away Amari. Now, you know how I feel. We call him Amari Milkcart and Cooper for a reason. Right. Because he'll have six games in a row with one catch for like nine yards and then 10 receptions, 250 yards, and two touchdowns, and then he disappears again. But a week after they got rid of Mac, Gruden's out there saying, oh, we need a pass rush. We have I, a pass rush. Yeah, we we have had a pass rusher. <laughs> you had a pass rusher. Jackass. You had a very good pass rusher. Yeah, he was pretty good. So the Dallas Cowboys, they traded 2019 first-round pick for Amari Milkcart and Cooper, like I said. I, I, there's no bigger hater of Amari Cooper than me. Uh, the former number four Unless overall you draft pick. Him for your I will. I never do. I, I tell everyone, stay the hell away from you him. Do, yeah, I know here that. he goes in the third round, and you guys all make mistakes. Um, so the former number four overall pick in the 2015 draft. Uh, he had back-to-back thousand-yard campaigns, but he had a few injuries uh, and, some in, and some ineffectiveness, which has hampered him. When I say ineffectiveness, I mean just like I, just not, not showing up not and then showing having up. possibly and I mean I don't know uh, 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 you know just uh, blah, 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 blah. I don't know the highest freaking drop rate in the NFL. That's why maybe that's why he's ineffective because his hands suck. Anyway, anyway. Uh, so now he's the new clear cut number one in Dallas. Rookie Michael Gallup will play along opposite side of him, and then Cole Beasley will slip will slip into the slot. Now this that's going to be dangerous. this this is going to be dangerous. Now this is when Cole Beasley yeah. becomes the most effective that because little now gets loose. Exactly, that little bastard gets loose. Now I would use personally. People are already asking what they're going to do for Amari Cooper. Is he a number? Is he a, is he a wide receiver one? Is he a wide receiver two right out of the gate? Personally, I wouldn't trust him with any more than a flex play at this point because I want to see how he. Um, how he develops with Dak Prescott in that offense. I wouldn't expect too much from him too early. But, uh, but, but um, sorry, I'm getting uh, messages all over the place here on my phone and on, on Facebook Live and uh, through Twitter. So, and I have no interns here. And I'm, I'm, we're flying blind. So, you know, Dr. Catfish Charlie will be calling in about 10 minutes with his Tuesday 10. But what I was saying is, is that I wouldn't, I just, I'm not ready to trust Amari Cooper. I wasn't ready to trust him in Oakland. So I don't know if I'm ready to trust him in Dallas. But we did get – I got exclusive audio. Um, I was able to get to the airport in Dallas and get to Amari Cooper before anyone else did. Oh, yeah? Yes, and let's go to the tape. Being new to the club, how do you feel about the way things have gone for you so far? I'm the only winner on the team. <laughs> the rest of them are losers, either by choice or by birth. There you have it, Amari Cooper setting the record straight first thing in Dallas. I mean, he's out there saying, I am the number one. I am the number one. I believe it. All right. <laughs> so here's my two cents on this thing. Actually, you know what I'm going to do? I'm actually going to read something from a listener, an actual Dallas Cowboys fan. And this is his, his rationalization for this. All right. He's saying Cooper is a legit wide receiver, number one talent. 
I'm going to debunk this theory in a second, which is hard to get, he says. He's still very young at 24. That's undeniable. 24 okay. is a very young That's age. That's all he is, is 24? Yep. Wow. He can play immediately. Of course he can. Sure. He's healthy, so he can play. He's not in, the tr- he's not in trouble with the league like Josh Gordon. Okay, so he's a good character guy, Bo. I get it. Whatever. A lot of, he, 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 <laughs> and the Cowboys the reason why he doesn't get in trouble is because no one can find him. That's why he's on a milk carton every freaking week he's playing. Um, yeah. He's under club control until 2020. So another year and a half. Okay. Okay. And then he starts chirping. Which is huge. Cowboys huge need at that position. Of course, they have a, a, a enormous need at wide receiver because they bring in Alan Hearns from Jacksonville thinking that was going to do the trick. Uh-uh. Uh-uh. <laughs> no, <laughs> Alan Hearns stinks. Um, the Cowboys have a huge need at the position. Like you said, uh, there's no studs in the 2019 draft. And there's no studs in the 2019 NFL free agency pool. Now, that, see, now that you can't say that. Because you don't know. The combine hasn't happened yet. College football's still rolling along. There's always someone who emerges. You know, remember Mike Williams for Clemson a few years back who gets drafted? He missed the whole first year. He plays for the Chargers now. He's having a little bit of a bounce back year now that he's healthy. No one knew who Mike Williams was for a little while. And then all of a sudden, you know, towards the end of the, of the, of the college football season in a combine, boom, this guy goes number four overall. Right. You know what I mean? So it's too early to say that. Based on the Cowboys' specific immediate need and his proven ability to impact the game at the position, he was worth, worth more to them than the second-round projection of most teams. Cooper is better than anybody they could draft this year, possibly, or any free agent who would be available in the offseason. Again, that's, that, who knows if that's true or not. Here's the thing. Yeah, you got contract issues everywhere. Here's the thing. Based on the production... now. If you look at Amari Cooper, size, strength, speed, the whole nine, yeah, he's, he looks like a first-round pick. Mm-hmm. The problem is he doesn't play like a first-round pick. Correct. And you don't just give away first-round picks, especially because if you look at the stats, right, there's a projection for him for the rest of the year. For the rest of the year, it's nine games, 57 targets, 35 receptions, 474 yards, and three touchdowns. If you were to space that out over the course of a season, a full season, right? Let's just call it 16 games, okay? That makes him right around 90 targets, about 68 receptions for close to 900 yards, and maybe six touchdowns. Is that worth a first-round pick? No. Is that worth the? I mean, I ask you, 619-924-9874, 619-924-9874, is that worth the? I mean, I understand. Beasley's going to give you that. Beasley will give you that. I mean, Michael Gallup, if you throw the ball to him enough, will mm-hmm. give you that. Alan Hearns, if you commit to him enough, could give you that. And he sucks. I'm telling you that <laughs> Amari Cooper, the price you had to pay for Amari Cooper was not worth it. I'm sorry. My favorite phrase in the history of phrases, you know this, yes. the juice was not worth the squeeze. I'm right. telling you that right now. The Oakland Raiders, I'm going to give it up to my man John Gruden. Being at Halloween, and he's Chucky and all, Right. he pulled a fast one on the Dallas Cowboys. What? Him getting rid of Amari Cooper was the best thing that could have happened for the Oakland Raiders because they got a first-round pick back for a guy who doesn't play like a first-round pick. Right. Now, they, and again, they've made it, uh, you know, John Gruden's made it, made it publicly clear that they were going to make him a focal point of the offense going forward this year. They haven't. They absolutely haven't. So Maybe now they tried to. They tried, yeah, but they, they, you know, and it just didn't. That team is falling apart. Yeah, completely falling apart. And Derek Carr's come out and said, "I, um, you know, I, I love being a Raider. 
I, uh, I, you know, I love being in Oakland. You I couldn't be means. happier and all that other stuff. And then we actually had his, uh, you know, one of his, his teammates was caught picking this up on an off mic mm-hmm. while he was saying all that. Everything that guy just says bullshit. <laughs> That's basically the truth because there's no way in hell Derek Carr is happy with what's going on right now in Oakland. He's got an aging Jordy Nelson who you'll hear Jordy Nelson's name in a little bit later well, on this program. Like he's program. He's 50 years old. Well, you're right? going to hear his name in a moment. Okay. Well, a little bit later on the program, actually. Um, he's got Jordy Nelson now, Martavius Bryant, and Jared Cook, the tight end. That's it. Now, he's losing Marshawn Lynch, mm-hmm. right? And so you got Jalen Richard and Doug Martin. to be. I, I just don't understand. They, they paid all this money for this offensive line. They can't keep, they can't keep Carr upright. And Wasn't he crying? Everyone says he was crying. He says he wasn't crying. Apparently now the team, like, he's got, he, like well, it's, it's starting to separate the, well, McNabb threw up. <laughs> McNabb, McNabb absolutely threw up. Just call Freddie. But now all of a sudden, that locker room's in disarray. And look, I, I think the, the, uh, the greatness, which is the Oakland Raiders, is, is yeah. not going to happen this year. No. But he's got three first round picks, so we'll haul. see what he does with it, man. And and that's the thing too. I've already seen you know Twitter polls and questions out there. You know who won the trade? Well, how can you how can you tell? I mean, you I, got, t- I told you I mean, right now, the Oakland Raiders won the trade. Gruden's got to actually make the pick first, though, right? I mean, if he takes a kicker with that, pick. I think he got the best compensation you're going to get. Yeah. You know, and listen for a, for a third round pick, I'll take a flyer on Amari Cooper. I'll right. throw the ball on every goddamn play. That's what he said. What? How he took a uh, he offered a two. Yeah, he offered a two, which is yeah. a second or a third. Sure, mm-hmm. I'll take a chance, yeah. but a first. No, I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to do it. That Dallas Cowboys pick, again, it's probably going to be middle of the road. It looks like, you know, it looks like the Washington Redskins, who don't have one fantasy asset except for Jordan Reed on their, on their team, are going to probably win a division, yeah, which is yeah. funny to say. I, I can't believe it. They're the team with the, the least amount of weapons, and they look like they're going to win the freaking division. So I, I, I can't call it. It's, it's, it's crazy to me to even think about it, uh, how this, this, this season has, has shaped up and how bad the NFC East is. I mean, you know, the Eagles... I don't know. We'll see what happens. It's not looking too good, but we'll see what happens. Uh, you know, Don, listener Don over here saying they're going to beat Jacksonville over there in London. And there's a huge contingent of Eagles fans going over, which is great because... No, I'm, I'm saying it's a huge contingent of Eagles fans going over to London. It's a great experience. Our buddy Chip, Chip Reed is on, mm-hmm. way, is on, is on his on way over there. Right uh, he's on a plane right now? Yep. Oh, beautiful. So he's on a plane over there. Uh, he won't be checking in with us because he'll be checking out of every single bar. Yeah. <laughs> He's gonna, I, I, I can guarantee, I'm, I'm going to put the over-under on liters consumed of brown liquor by our buddy Chip. And he's going to be there a week. Fifteen and a half? 50. Oh, 50, yeah, because he'll, he'll, do, he'll do one a day, easy. London Bridge will <laughs> fall down. You can pretty much lock that in. Oh, man. But yeah, it's, it's, it's interesting to see when first-round picks move and big names like Amari Cooper move. You know, again, like you know, another guy with all the talent in the world, but you know, it just it hasn't it has just just never really put it all together again. The injuries, the inconsistencies, mm-hmm. and just I don't know what it is. Just the, the lack of just good play calling all around him has cost him. And I love all these trades because for I mean, growing up, there were never any trades, and I know like you know near the end of the basketball season or um, you know the uh, trading deadline for basketball, trading deadline for baseball. Well, it's really exciting, and see, now I th- think football's getting much better that way. Now. It, Baseball is huge, and so yeah. is the NBA. And this is the one, the one thing I've always said, and, and, and you know this, Joe, from years of, of knowing me, just doing the show with Tony and just talking off, you know, off air and even on social media, mm-hmm. is I, I've always said trade should, be, should have been more prominent 
all the, all, all the time. It's the fact that these people, they want to hold on to these draft picks and these prospects. Like, yeah. you know, they hold on to them like they're goalie. You can't trade me. You can't trade me. No, you, you do. Like, that's, that's what you do. You, right. you, take these, you take unknown commodities and you trade them for known commodities right. and you go for it. If your team is good enough, you go for it. You take the chips. Those chips are like, like I said, all those prospects and all those draft picks, they're like chips in the casino. They're only worth money in the casino. You have to actually cash them in to get actual value for that. Case in point, Milwaukee Brewers. There you go. Had no chance at all. By the way, going which call? Turn it turn it into baseball real quick, and I'll let you finish your point. But afterwards, I want to get your World Series pick. Now, like you said, the Milwaukee the Milwaukee Brewers. Mm-hmm. Hey, man, they did everything they had to do. They take a shot. They took a shot, they right? They were in third place, I believe, yep. when they made those trades. Yep. And that's what I'm saying. Sometimes you have to – you just got to take your chips and push in. Now, the Dallas Cowboys feel, and Jerry Jones feels, again, who's an aggressive owner yes. who has to win. I'll give him credit for that. I will give him credit. Like, again, he, he's a guy who will go out there and, and do, what's get, do whatever's got to get done to get whatever he needs. Yep. Now, he felt that his team needed a number one wide receiver. Amari Cooper is a number one wide receiver. I think he's on the lower echelon of the one wide, the lower tier. I wouldn't put him in the upper tier right. because of the uh, again the ineffectiveness and just the, the inconsistency that he brings to the, to the field. Yeah, if he's your number two, you're solid. But he's your number one. But the right. fact is, he had to get a number one. So the the fact that he had to get one, he went out and got one, and that's all that matters. That he was willing to just trade in a chip that a first round pick. That who the hell knows if that guy's ever going to be able to do anything. Right. And that's the thing is that. These people, these organizations, and even the fans will say, you can't, you can't, you can't trade a one. I'll give you a four or maybe a three, but I can't do this. Can't. For why? You have no idea who that player is. If I see a guy who's a Pro Bowl-type player who's going to give me 1,000 yards, a yards a season for the next two years, go give me that player mm-hmm. because you want to know why? He can help me win right now. And a lot of people, especially in baseball, and this is the, the most prominent sport what happens in the prospects. You can't trade the prospect away. You can't right. trade the prospect away. Well, guess what? If your team is on the cusp of making the playoffs and you have a chance to get there and do something, who gives a shit about tomorrow if you're not willing to pay attention to today? Case in point, Phillies. Thank you very much. The Philadelphia Phillies sat on their ass and did nothing. Joe, just like you said right there, couldn't have said any better myself, sat on your ass and did nothing and stayed complacent, didn't make the moves necessary. You were in first place. You had a winning record. I'm getting side-eye over here from one of the biggest Phillies fans in the world because I'm talking about the Phillies, but she knows I'm right. The truth hurts, Andrea. You know it. Is that the Phillies should have went all in completely, knowing that they caught lightning in a bottle this year, and it's not going to repeat itself. And this year in the NL, in the NL East, they had a chance. The yeah, Dodgers, it's, it's the Dodgers and the Red Sox. Now, could they beat the Red Sox? I don't know. But they could have gotten there. They had a chance to get to an LCS. Well, they handled the, the Phillies you're talking about? Yeah. The Phillies handled them beautifully. Exactly. I think they, you know, out of all the teams, they were, what, one-run losses? But that being they said... fantastic against the Red Sox. But that being said... The Dodgers and the Red Sox. That being said, I actually think the uh, I think the Dodgers are going to win. I would love that. I think the Dodgers are going to win. Paul uh, Paul Well uh, checks in over here on Facebook Live saying that Cooper led the league in drops two out of three years. Yes, he did. What did I tell you? Highest drop rate in the NFL. Oh my, ladies and gentlemen, Joe Soul has checked in. <laughs> Joe Corrado. Who the fuck is that? Has guy? checked in on Facebook Live. Ladies and gentlemen, I haven't seen him on this program in forever, but he's checked in live on Facebook Live. He must be bored yeah. at work right now. That guy, he got really, really busy. He couldn't make the program live. We await his return. Sooner or later, he will be back here. I promise you, my, my friend Joe Corrado will be back here hanging out with me and Rafino and the rest of the gang. Joe, if you're not too busy, call in, even though I know your cell phone is worse than Jay Glazer's. But if you can, call in. Anyway. <laughs> oh, yeah, he was seen in the wine festival, of course. So, you know, listen, Joe knows how to party. Let's not, let's not forget that, all right? He's been busy. Now, 
Before I get to the phone with Catfish Charlie over here for the Tuesday 10, we're going to make one more pick for okay. Luigi versus Listeners Candy, and we're going to go rapid fire with these damn picks, all right? All right. So, the listeners went Skittles at, qu- at, quarter- uh, at running, running back, back first. I went, I went quarterback with Starburst. Listeners pick. Go for it. All right. I'm going to go with uh, at wide receiver. All right. Long, lean. Son of a bitch. Stringy. Son of a bitch. I got to go with Twizzler. Ah! That was my pick. But see, this, see, here's the thing. If I would have went Twizzler before I went Starburst, Starburst wouldn't have been around. Because uh, I was going to go Starburst. Exactly. Starburst, I love Starburst. God damn it. That's a great pick. Thank you. That's a great pick. Oh, shit, man. You just, you just blew me completely off, man. Damn it. Now what am I going to do? Now what am I going to do? All right. Here's what I'm going to do. You could always go Circus Peanuts. No, nah, I'm not going to go Circus Peanuts. I'm going to go wide receiver, too. Okay. Long. Stringy, too. Can make himself even longer. Stretch. Really stretch. You get those hard-to-reach passes. I'm going airheads, bro. Airheads at wide receiver. Who's coming in here now? I got other random people walking in here. I was like, Dana Dana's in the house. Who's this guy with you? What's up, man? Oh, that's your boyfriend. Nice. Hello, boyfriend. Hello, boyfriend. People bringing dates in here now. It's become a, it's become a, like a, a night to come together, to congregate. Oh, that's right. And Donna's ever saying he's, he, he's taking my baby out. Well, God bless him, man. Because <laughs> uh, <laughs> God bless him. Good luck. You got your, Dana's not the problem. You got, no, Dana's not the problem at all. It's that leopard over there running around. <laughs> so, talking leopard. Airheads, Twizzlers. Let's go to the phone. Let's go to Catfish Charlie. Let's take the Tuesday 10 because then we got to wrap this thing up. All right, what up, Charlie? Hey, what's up? You, how's it going, What's up, buddy? See if we can get past two questions this week. Uh, Dr. Catfish, Charlie's... There, but Hold on, Charlie, let me Luigi, introduce you. I can't believe you just called Andrea a leopard. Well, no, I called Donna, Donna a leopard. It was Donna. Oh, it was Donna a leopard. Well, she's wearing a leopard print. That's too funny. Can I introduce you now? <laughs> let me introduce you real quick. This is Dr. Catfish, Charlie, by the way. He calls in every single week with his Tuesday 10. It's 10 random questions he comes up with through the course of his day. And then we answer them the best of our ability. We try to make a little fun with it. We have no idea what the questions are. Charlie just comes up with them, he calls them, and then we answer them. That sounds about right, right, Joe? I think so. Perfect. Let's go. Joe? Sounds about right. All right, Chuck. Fire away. All right, number one. Is the Eagles Facebook group billboard to blame for the Eagles' rough start? <laughs> How do we go about fixing the evil juju caused by the billboard? Can I answer that first? Sure. I'd say no, that's not the reason. The reason, and the bad no. juju, and the bad <laughs> karma, and the mojo that has killed this city and team has not, nothing to do with Andrea going to the game the other day. It's because beginning of the season, everyone was telling how fans should be treated or treating the team about booing, not booing. That's what set it all off right there. I'll answer now. Okay. Yes. 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 <laughs> yes, it is. It's all the billboard shit. It's all the, 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 the reenacting of this, the reenacting of that, the this, the that. It's, 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 all, it's just too much. Too much crap. Too much. Too much crap. We won. Us, we won, and everyone got soft. And the billboard was ugly. And the billboard looked nothing like anything. The Carolina Panthers billboard. Seriously, looks a lot better now. that billboard. I don't care how much money was raised for charity, but the people who were already sick, who saw that billboard, got more <laughs> sick, because that thing was the most hideous <laughs> piece of shit you can even I've say. ever seen in my entire life. You Seriously, more sicker. Uh, I think more sicker actually applies in that case. It was horrible. Seriously, that, that billboard is disgusting, and they need to take it down immediately. It's an eyesore. I'm not proud of it. I'm not. 
Imagine if some if that was on ninety five. <laughs> I mean, somebody would have blown that up here in, in Philadelphia. The yeah, not putting up with that shit. <laughs> they would have cut it down. <laughs> no, the person who did it. That's okay. What, what they sh- <laughs> never mind. Just next question. Breathe. Next question. All right. Is it ever okay for school age children to skip a kid's birthday party, even if the kid is a little asshole? I mean, you're kind of contractually obligated to go. I mean, what was it? Now, it's one of those things like, you know, if, if, if he comes to your party or, I mean, or she goes to your party, you kind of got to go to their party. Yeah. You know, it's the little at. kids. It's, you know, here's the deal. If you live on the same street and you play with each other, not like play with each other, but like, you know, play. Right, right, right. They're little kids for crying out loud. Hey, Joe, listen, man. These eight-year-olds got fucking Snapchat. They got, they got, oh, they got right, cell yeah. phones. You know, you know, a couple of them anymore. got records. Um, I got an answer for this one. I think if you play with each other on the same street, you live on the same, you know, in the na- same neighborhood, and you get invited by the parents, then yeah, you gotta go because then you invite them. That you know, yeah, well, you, there's you, alcohol. you poach gifts off of everyone. That's the mom's but, good looking. See, that, no, I see that other thing too. That's a big poo poo. There should be no alcohol at a kid's birthday party. Oh Jesus, come on! Now. No, there should be no alcohol at a kid's birthday party. No, there shouldn't. There should not be a reason for a bunch of freaking middle-aged people to get whacked the frick out because Jimmy's turning six. Have you ever seen a uh, spin the tail <laughs> or the, uh, the pinata with a drunken asshole holding the pinata? Yeah. Saying, That's the best thing ever. The kid whacks him right in the nuts. It's like guaranteed. No, man. It's the no, best thing You shouldn't ever. be drinking in front of No, you shouldn't be doing it. Now. That's an invalid response. Little, it's an unbot, it's a little kid shouldn't be seeing it. Have some respect, you dirty bastards. Nope. So now, anyway. Um. The hell was the question? Should the kid not go to? A oh yeah, should the kid not go? No, the kid's got to go. And if if it's if you're in the same class with the kid, like if this you know your your classmates invite you, you gotta go. You gotta go because you see them every day. All right. You got you got one. If you're an athlete, I got a game that I. If you're in, no, if you're an athlete and it's a Harry Potter themed uh, party, you, you say absolutely. I'm not going to that. What you got against Harry Potter, man? Just saying. I got nothing. I mean, I, I don't. I'm just like saying. I'm a wizard, Harry. <laughs> Good then disappear and get the fuck away from me. Hey, take it easy, man. Oh, sorry. Um, <laughs> no, I mean, so. Oh, oh, wait a minute. Wait a minute. So you're saying if you're an athlete and they're into Harry Potter, you can't be seen with those kids because they're not the cool kids. No, is that what you're the, saying? No, because no, there's no, a lot no. of mean girl and boy bullshit no, going on these days. Not is it. that what no, you're saying? No, are you too, cool? are so you too cool for school? If you're going to dress up in robes and run around with a magic wand, uh, I ain't going. I think you're too cool for school. I, mean, I, I think that's I'm what it is, Joe. From, I'm far Get from out! Cool. Get out! <laughs> I'm far from cool. You go to the damn party. Next question. All right, next one. In the same vein, we got. Uh, Whose vein are you talking about? talking about? What? What? Or what? is it on his parents for people to show up at the birthday party? Is it on the kid or on the people or the, or the parents to show? Well, how old's oh, the you kid? How old's the kid? The kid's you know a little kid. We're talking a seven. We're talking seven, eight year old. Seven, eight years oh, old. Exactly. It's on him to freaking sit there and, and plan his own birthday party. He's got to do all the legwork. Well, He's got to drive around, get the balloons. No, but you don't be want it up in school. You don't want a seven, eight-year-old planning your own party. Oh my God! No, you know they're going. You know what you do? Yeah, exactly. You know, you know what <laughs> you do? Like Twenty thousand dollars. This is what you do. This is coming. This is advice coming from the guy who doesn't have any kids. They're probably never going to have any. <laughs> exactly. No, what you do is you go up to junior, or you know your little princess, and you go, "All right, here's your invitations. I made them out for all your friends in school. It's up to you to hand them out. Oh, you can't hand them out in school." 
Can't do that. You, you can't do that. Oh, you got to mail them. Oh, yeah. It costs a fortune in postage. Got to do it. Can't hand them out in school because what happens if that asshole kid doesn't get it? Then they cry to the mom. Then, oh, then you got to hide. Oh, no, 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 no. You got to mail them. This is bullshit. I know. It's crazy, man. It's nope. insane. You know, what, you know what you do? You know what you do? You just don't have a fucking party. That's right. Take the kid to the bar. That's it. Take the kid to the bar. All right. So that's, 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 take him to Funkin' Fans. Bring him the moonshine. <laughs> go to I'll, bring, I'll bring him a cake. They got, desserts here. They, close. they got desserts here. I got to hook up with cheerleaders. Yeah, I think, I think Andrea's had every dessert here. Basically. Not yet. She loves a dessert. Some good desserts there. In fact, bring her a dessert. What do you want? Get her a dessert. Get a little something on me. Go ahead, Charlie. All right. No, Is it better to be in a fantasy league with friends or with acquaintances? Friends or acquaintances? Depends on how much shit you like to talk, I guess. I don't know, man. I mean, I don't know. What's a friend these days? What's an acquaintance? All I see is people saying they, they love one another and their family after freaking two weeks anymore. So I don't know. What's a friend? What's an acquaintance? <laughs> I'm okay, re- relax, relax. <laughs> you know, listen, to, listen to Donna's over here. Her, her daughter walks in with their boyfriend, right? Cute little couple. They're little kids. You know, little kids. They're young puppy love shit, right? And he's dating for like a month. And right away, she's like, they're acquaintances. They're not friends. None of that stuff. For a month. We should ask for a month. Questions. She's trying to put her in bubble wrap. They're adorable. Let them be. Now, your daughter's 19, right? Yeah. How old is this little asshole? 22? 22. Hmm. It's right on the cusp. <laughs> Right on the cusp. I was dating a 26-year-old when I was 22. Wow, what was I? I was, um... Huh? Well, I've been, um... Sydney's, Sydney's not four years older than me now. I've been getting poached lately, man. I'm getting... I'm the, I'm the, I'm the younger one now. Yeah. I'm the younger one. I mean, I'm, 30, I'm 36, and I'm getting, you know, the, the older... I like it. I, 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 I like it. Yeah. I'm, there's a lot of... Advantage. I'm not going to get into the old stories, man. But there's, just, there's a lot of mileage on these tires, all right? I'm just, that's all I'm saying. Next question. I don't even know what that question was. I don't even know either. (laughs) Just keep it moving. What do you do when you realize that you hate everybody in your fantasy league? (laughs) What do you do when you realize you hate everyone in your fantasy league? Well, if you're in it, right? The one I was hitting at earlier. If you're already in it, um, like I mean, if you're, I mean, like if you're already like if your if your team is doing well, what you do is you just don't you just don't participate in any of the like the, the group chats. Like the group, like people who send out group texts on it, like you're like terrorists. You're terrorists, is what you are. And you just bump the whole situation. No, 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 don't leave. Don't leave. Don't leave. You just bump the whole situation. The camera's flying. Everything's flipping around. Twi- no, no, no. See the camera itself? Twist it straight. There you go. No, no, no. Now you got to come up a little bit more. What are you doing? The, way, the, the server here at Moonshine just knocks the whole camera over. Turn, turn the whole camera. To- That's it right there. Stop. Just stop. Did you make the mixtape yet? You did make the mixtape. What song did you put on there? What was the first love song you put on there for your little Sheila that you're trying to sway into going to prom? What was the first one? Beyonce? You got to go with a little, like, My Endless Love. You know what I'm saying? That's not bad. That's what you got to put on there. The original My Endless Love. All right, get the fuck out of here. I'm trying, to t- I'm trying to help this kid out of, like, you know, sway these women over here. I'm trying to tell him that you got to get, you got to p- go make a mixtape. That's how you do it. You make a mixtape for all the love songs you like. Anyway, uh, so if you're already in it, if you're in, it to, if, if you're in the league and you're doing well, you just don't participate in the group chats. You don't listen to any of the league messenger crap. You just go about your business and you take care of it. You win the league. And if you're losing, like Mark Chamberlain was, and he's one in six, 
In his uh, one in thirteen in both of his league, you just deactivate and just <laughs> see you later. Who cares? You don't even start setting Rossi. We don't even give a shit. Actually, what you do is you like. I would trade all my guys. I just trade everyone away. Yeah, yeah. I trade everyone. Oh my away. I'd make every trade. trade that wouldn't get like. I would just. I would try to. What I would do is I would try to make the worst fantasy football team in the history of the league. Yes. On paper, even though my team sucks, <laughs> yep. that's what I would do. Yeah. All right. Would you be okay purchasing clearance medication slash health products from Walmart? Cocaine is a hell of a drug. Hell yeah, man. How, I mean, well, like, how expired are we talking? <laughs> I mean, like, how bad? Like, is it like, you know, just... I don't know. Maybe did they see those, got dust on the shelf. Those dates are put on there by the pharmaceutical companies to, to make you have to buy it more often. Like, those, those things are, are good well past their due date. Like... If it's if it's supposed to expire in twenty eighteen, it's probably good for another two three years. Probably. And if it loses a little potency, take it a spell. Who cares? Mm-hmm. If it says take three, take nine. <laughs> Be all right. <laughs> it's a weird question, Charles. Are we in the next one? Go ahead, man. It's a good I know. question. I like that one, Charlie. All Let's right. Go. Describe the weirdest individual you've ever seen in Walmart. The weirdest individual I've ever seen in Walmart. So we're doing a, a people at Walmart thing. Dude, that's, it's like you open yeah, a door. Yeah, people and, at Walmart. See, I used to work late night, so I would go in there at 3 or 4 o'clock in the morning and get my shopping done. And, uh, yeah, you see some interesting people. Um, Walmart is a place where I go when I'm feeling down. Oh, it definitely makes you feel pretty. Walmart is where I go when I'm not feeling quite so me. And I walk in there, and I'm instantly reminded that I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm smart enough. I'm, 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 I'm good enough. Good enough gosh darn it, people <laughs> like me. Yeah, you're definitely pretty up when you walk in there. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I'm no dime. I'm no two. And it's just, there's, there's no way. I mean, I walk into Walmart, and like I said, I just feel like, um, I feel like, uh, I just don't feel like a mutant. <laughs> you right. know what I mean? Like, because right. they're all in there. <laughs> yes. Basically, I'm, I'm looking for like Professor Xavier to roll around somewhere when I go in. Some into, radioactivity. It's weird because like everyone goes to Walmart. But, like, there's just some people that looks like they never leave Walmart. <laughs> like, you know? Right. Like, they go in, but they never It's like total freaking recall, <laughs> Some man. you could see that's the first time never been there, and other people belong there. Yeah, it's like, did you ever leave? Yeah. Are Why does everyone have to use the table with the camera on it to do their freaking cash transactions? <sighs> Stop <laughs> the hammering! All right. Next question, Chuck. All right. Would you share drink or food with your pet? Yeah, hell yeah. You got to give a dog a little formage, you know? Do you have a dog? I wouldn't. I wouldn't sh- no. Okay. If I did. Would you lick an ice cream cone that your dog licked? Fuck no. That I would, yeah. No, no, no. no. <laughs> That's just, nah, 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 nah. Ice cream's a sexual food. You don't, you don't do that. <laughs> you don't do that. You don't do anything you lick, you don't share with the dog. And then shit gets weird. You don't do that. Yeah, you don't do that. You. You, you, whatever it is you want to give the dog, you put it in your hand, you hand it to the dog. Or you put it on the ground or put it in a bowl, okay. whatever it is. But I'm not, I'm not going to sit there and, and share some sherbet with freaking, you know, with my dog because he wants a lick. <laughs> no, it's not going to happen. Not going to happen. And I'm not sharing my drink. I'm not going to let him drink out of my glass or any of that nonsense either. No, not going to happen. I've never given my dog's table food ever. Never? Never. But you'll let him lick your ice cream. Oh, but if I had, I wouldn't. I mean, I wouldn't stop. So you've never it. given your dog any kind of. They've never had a taste of anything good. Well, I, I like 
uh, bacon grease, cheeseburger, you know, whatever's done. Oh, just cooking. the grease. I you give them the sauce. The yeah. Give but you never gave them, like, eggs or anything like that? Dogs love eggs. Yeah, but, I mean, not, I don't eat eggs, but, like, yeah, I mean, if they had some, I'd put something in a bowl. You don't eat eggs? My, uh, no, I don't eat eggs, man. My, my old dog, Munch, when I was growing up, right? Mm-hmm. I grew up in a, a real Italian household, mm-hmm. like, big time. And my mom, who listens to the program every once in a while, uh, can attest to this. So we, make, we would make pasta. Right. Every day. <laughs> right? But the dog had his, own, had his own pasta bowl. And he'd get a nice little ziti with the sauce. And he would sit there. And my mom would put it down for him. Right? And he would sit there. And he'd just stare at the table. He would stare at us until someone went over there and just put a little Parmesan right on top. Are you serious? He would not eat until That's you put stuff. the cheese right on top of the pasta. And then he would eat. That's good. Spoiled brat is what he was, man. <laughs> Dogs can't have garlic. What's that? Dogs shouldn't eat garlic. If it's, if it's, if it's cooked in, like completely down, it's fine. Oh, okay. It's just not the whole garlic kind of a thing. Oh. The acidity will kill him. He lived. Oh, that's good. He's fine. Mm. Well, he's dead now, but. He was good. He was. Well, I don't even talk. That dog was taking. <laughs> you know, you're going to bring up some old childhood shit, man. <laughs> I, you, know, you know the last time I, I saw that dog? That. You know the last time that. I saw that dog? No. In the backseat of a car getting driven away. Going unbeknownst to, to me. Going to a farm? Um, no, he wasn't going to a farm. He was going to somebody else's house. <laughs> My dad gave the goddamn oh, dog away and didn't even tell me. Really? Who gives away their kid's dog and doesn't tell him? That's ridiculous, man. Oh, Andrea's going to be protesting now. Love you, Dad. Dick. <laughs> <laughs> Next question, Chuck. <laughs> All right. I'm scared to ask this, but what's the most disgusting thing that's ended up in your mouth this calendar year? Most disgusting thing that's ended up in my mouth this calendar year. Yep, I got it. You go first, Joe. All right, I get up early for work and uh, I grabbed a muffin that was on a counter and I eat as I'm driving to work, which is usually very dark. <laughs> you muffin man, son of a I'm a muffin man. I'm a, I eat the muffin. muffin. You a brand man? No. What do you got? I'm a blueberry guy. Blueberry muffin? Blueberry, uh, blueberry chocolate chip, uh, coffee cake. Yeah. It's all sugar, man. Well, yeah. It's all business. Not blueberry. That's healthy. <laughs> <laughs> okay, yeah. And uh, I didn't realize it. You know, I ate it. You know, it was very dark in the morning. And uh, when I got home, my son said, uh, oh, I threw the rest of those muffins out. I was like, why? He was like, there was mold on all of them. <laughs> You ate moldy blueberry muffins? Yeah, man. That's awesome. Well, you know, I didn't get sick. Um, I have, I live by the scratch and sniff theory. <laughs> so, no, I haven't put anything disgusting in my mouth, bro. I know better. All right. I'm like a dog. Last I smell one, my food first, bro. Char- Charlie, why do you ask? Exactly. Give me something. Give me, give me, a, give me a backstory there, Charlie. Oh, my, my, my dog licked my mouth. So my dog's tongue is the most disgusting thing that went in my mouth. <laughs> okay, Poppy. <laughs> but you got to keep that yeah. peanut butter away, man. I told you that I'm, before. I'm starting to, like, you know, what's up with all the dog? I mean, seriously, now I'm like, I'm reliving that moment of my dog being driven away in the backseat of some freaking random person's <laughs> car. And all I see is Munch leaving in the back <laughs> windowsill. And I'm going, where's my dog? You're a real <laughs> asshole, Chuck. You know that? <laughs> Next question. No, Better not hurt my dog. All right, Next question. One. We're going back to the little kid. We are. All right. Okay. Yep. What would you do or say if no one shows up to your child's birthday party? Oof. 
Now you're that parent. Nobody shows up. Well, if that's the case, I got to, you know me, Joe, I got to look at the, I mean, Charles, I got to look at the common denominator. And that's the kid, my kid. <laughs> and I got to sit down. I got to talk to the kid and go, oh, let's, let's, get, to, let's, get, let's, let's get down to the nitty gritty here. We invited 38 people to this birthday party. Nobody showed up because of you. <laughs> okay? Right. So obviously there's something <laughs> wrong with you. So let's go back. Let's start. Let's, let's, let's work this. Okay? Let's work the problem. Okay? What did you do wrong to this kid? What did you do wrong to this kid? What did you do wrong to this kid? Like, there's got to be something wrong with the kid, with my kid. Well, it, that, that's one option. I'm joking, obviously. Right. Okay? I'm obviously joking. The other option would be if it's a themed party that was just so obscure. that Like the Harry Potter thing. Exactly. Yeah, but, you know, when you're a little kid, you just go because your parents tell you to go. But maybe. No, that's not true, man. Because I know. I think. I, okay, here's what has to happen. Then. You know what? You got to look at. Okay, I said common denominator, right? I got a, sto- I got a story for well, you. Well, hold on. Clark C. Simpson checks in. He says, hey, Luigi, what up? And what's your World Series stone cold lead pipe lock for tonight? The Dodgers. Nice. The Los Angeles Dodgers are winning the World Series, goddammit. Dodgers and six. See, Dodgers and six. Over where Andrea lives. Was it Taco Bell or uh, whatever it was? At one point. But what the was hell is that? Is that your dog near your balls? What is that? <laughs> there was a, a fire. Never mind. Uh, it was a firehouse pizza place. Firehouse pizza place. Got that it. birthday parties were there all the time. Okay. No matter who invited you, you would go because they had a fire truck in the middle of this pizza Kids place. Kids love fire trucks. Yes. Kids love and fire trucks. you get trucks. to jump on oh, there. You get, cool. you get your dirty ass fingers all over the fire truck. Then you get to go eat pizza and get all that dirty ass shit that was on your hands, in your mouth. It's like Chuck E. It was Chuck E. Cheese. Dirty ass Chuck E. Cheese. I'm wearing a Rescue One shirt tonight. My, our buddy John Brightcliffe, who's a part of Rescue One here in Philadelphia, he, he drives a, he drives a, he drives a yeah, he drives a fire truck. Nice. He drives a fire truck. Um, but what I would do is if nobody came, again, it's common denominator, right? So what's the common denominator? The kid and the family, you as a people. So it's, it's actually it's going to be family intervention time. So we're all going to sit around, and we're going to figure out what the hell is wrong with us, why nobody wants to come to the house. I can imagine. That must be a horrible feeling for everybody. It does. It's got to be a, ter- it's gotta be a terrible feeling. And you know what? I think I, I, I would... Um, um, You'd have to go on like at least a $1,000 shopping spree. I would have to... Okay, me being who I am, being the inquisitive person that I am, mm-hmm. I would probably go to a few of those parents, and I would ask and say, hey, listen, I'm just curious why you guys didn't show up. Yeah, you kind of... I, I, would, I would ask, and I would just... I, it would be like a very adult conversation, mm-hmm. and I would just say, listen, I just need to know why you guys... Like, I understand if you had something to do, but I can't understand that 30 other, 37 other people had something to do. Right. So... Is it something where the kids aren't getting along in school? Is it something where I've wronged you in some sort of way? Um, you know, I apologize for the thing with your wife a few years back. That was, right. you know, listen, it was dark. Could, it happens. <laughs> you know what I mean? Listen, it, it, it has. It will again. And I'm just saying that uh, you got to find out what the problem is. That's what I'm saying. you got to nip these things in the bud before they come up. Because, you know, if it, you keep inviting these, things, these kids out, Joe, like Joe said, you got to mail these invitations. Yes. That postage rate is going up. Yeah. It ain't going down anytime soon. It's going up. Or you could do the evite and be right. Totally. Eric, uh, Eric checks in on Facebook Live saying, hit him with the hind. Exactly right, brother. <laughs> hit him with the hind. Hit him with the hind. <laughs> Is that it, Chuck? That's it. All right, beautiful. These questions were incredibly emotionally disturbing tonight and damaging to my psyche, and I appreciate that. <laughs> Um, <laughs> got these, they, will, they will be available later on social media on Twitter at Dr. Catfish Charlie. He'll be putting them out for, uh, for you guys to answer. He puts them out every single night. It's a lot of fun for people who uh, have nothing to do late night on Twitter. And uh, Char- Charlie, before we let you go, uh, you're a man who's no stranger to candy, and I need your, uh, your pick here for the nope. listeners. 
Uh, you guys got Skittles You're at running ready? back and wide receiver at Twizzlers. You've been waiting all this all night. You've been chomping at the bit. Where are you going, Chuck? All right. I'm going defense because, like me, and being named the same as me on Twitter, Chuckles got to be really good on defense. They're tasty, and they're delicious, man. Chuckles? I'm going Chuckles. Chuckles? You've never heard of a Chuckles? Are those, the, uh, those little the? gummy things with, like, sugar they're all over them? The... Yes, they are. Okay, I got you. Chuckles? What the fuck is Chuckles? I never heard it. That's a Captain Caveman pick. I think they come in like four in a pack, something like that. Whatever, man. They come four in a pack. Like a sleeve, yeah. They're small. classics, man. Yeah. Speaking of classics, this has been I a gotta classic. I got to pick my namesake, don't I? No. No. <laughs> no. That's not true. <laughs> <laughs> you got to go best available. This yeah, if my name was right? Mike and Ike, I still <laughs> sure as hell wouldn't pick I those. wouldn't either. Although I know I just got dirty looks. <laughs> yeah, you did. All right, Chuck. Thanks for checking in, buddy. We'll talk to you soon, pal. All right, I'll talk to you guys later. See you, Chuckles. Never heard that shit before in my life. And that's where we're going to lose it. Yep, that's where you guys torpedo right there. It's so bad. This will be up for vote later on at Funkin' Fantasy uh, on Twitter. So, my pick. Yeah. Oh, those things are disgusting. <laughs> I've seen those things. They look they're, they're horrible. And they, and they say they're fruit things, though, right? I think yeah. they sell them as like... All right, I'm going to go with... Um, I'm taking a running back. I'm going to go running back. Um, mm. Now, you know what? I'm taking my defense right now. Okay. I mean, when they hit you, they break stuff, like your jaw. I'm going jawbreaker at defense, bro. That's a solid defense. Yeah. That's a solid defense. Now it's up to the listeners to make the next pick. You see how this works, right? That was a bad movie, but good candy. Clark Simpson checks in and goes, Luigi's, what's with your Eagles? Uh, my Vikings are finally showing some, some life, but, um, First but Drew next weekend is going to be different with the two rookie quarterbacks he played against the last couple games. Uh, you know, I don't know what's going on with my Eagles. Uh, I, I don't want to say they're the Super Bowl. Eagles? Well, they're not my Eagles. They're everyone's Eagles. Oh, okay. Thank you. Um, I don't know what's going on with the Philadelphia Eagles. It's, I don't want to say it's a Super Bowl hangover. Uh, because, you know, listen, Carson Wentz is, is doing everything he possibly can out there. and Those hungry dogs ate well. Yep, that's what it is. They're, you know, hungry dogs run faster, and I guess maybe they're just not as hungry this year. Uh, but they've had a slew of injuries, uh, running back at, uh, being one of them. Darren Sproles, I, I don't know. He's supposed to come back this week. He's supposed to come back last week. I'm, I'm tired of hearing about Darren Sproles myself. Uh, Alshon Jeffrey missing the first few, few games definitely didn't help them at all. And um, I love Sproles too, by the <clears> And <throat> also, you know, I think that – Jim Schwartz, a defensive coordinator, I think he's gotten exposed big time. Because when your team's not dropping 40 points a week, mm-hmm. you can't just sit back there and blitz all day long or just play, play back and pass coverage. You actually have to scheme a little bit, and he's getting really, really exposed. And I think that's the issue. And he's one of those guys, again, I'm not for someone to call for heads to be rolling or anything like that. And it'd be a shame to have a guy get fired after winning the Super Bowl for you, helping you win a Super Bowl. But I, I think Jim Schwartz, if there's going to be someone who has to get cut here, if someone head has to, someone's head has to roll, I think Schwartz has to go. Yeah. Uh, because I, I, I think the deficiency here in the, in the Eagles, uh, you know, for the Philadelphia Eagles, is, there, is there, their defense. I mean, up front, name-wise, you know, on paper, they're, just, they're, they're so deep. You know, that front, that front four, is, it, the depth is, is amazing, and they're just not getting to the quarterback. Chris Long's not getting there. Brandon Graham not getting right. there. Derek Barnett, again, we just mentioned him earlier in the program. He's done for the season. Shoulder injury. He's gone. Bennett's okay? getting there. Michael Bennett's definitely getting Limited there. Limited action. And, you know, linebackers, you know, 
they're, they're, they're playing, you know, they're okay. But, but the they second never send them. They, they, exactly. They don't blitz. It's too conservative. So, again, it's, it's Jim Schwartz. I, I, I have to lay the blame on him right now. And, again, it's, it's just the front up. And the, in, it's on the defensive line, the offensive line, and, and guys like Jalen Mills who are just getting completely exposed and picked on. That's just what's happening right now. And until they figure it out, whether by trade or by trick, actually, actually you know, tricking these guys into learn how to play football again. Halloween theme show. You got it. I don't see it anything getting anything changing. Your Minnesota Vikings are a team that are trending up big yeah. time, big Very time. Offense. So they're a team that if I was going to put some money in some stock right now, the Vikings are a team I would buy. I'd buy low right now. One thing I heard today on the radio uh, on 97.3, they said the Eagles defense have given up one point more than they did at this point last year. Isn't that amazing? The offense, six points less. Again, that's what happens when you're, able, when you're up so many points, you're exactly. able to sit back and pass defense, exactly. and they you let those that. guys just, just pin your ears back and go, see, I'm using all that lingo yeah, and all the yeah, jargon yeah. right there? The high you motor just, and all you that. You pin your ears stuff. back, and you just get at the quarterback. Yep. Same thing when you look at, the, remember, look at the, um, in 2008, when you had the, um, the New England Rams. Patriots, oh, okay. okay, and they were just, they were blowing teams out of the water. Yeah. Tom Brady and, and Randy Moss are scoring touchdowns like crazy with you know, the perfect season guys who got ruined by the New York Giants. But again, that defense looks so good. Why? Because they were up by 40 every freaking game. Right. They didn't have to, Tom Brady scored every point. You had to keep scoring. And they knew that the teams had to pass. They were always passing the ball. Now this Eagles defense, they're just not equipped, they're man. They're playing regular now. They're just not equipped. Yeah. So anyway, it's time to get back to the game. All right. Now, do we have a pick? Do we have an audience pick here who's here? Joe Quillen, do you have a pick for Candy? All right, Joe. Just make the damn pick. Where are you going? No, no, watch that cable. Yeah. Sorry, buddy. All right. Let's go for a running back here. Okay. Let's go for I'm it. I'm thinking <laughs> small, but everything will stick to them. <sighs> I'm going gummy bears. Oh, okay. All right. Quality pick. I live on gummy I can live on You don't see. It's like Family Feud. Good, good, good answer. Yeah. Good, good, good answer. Now, um, does that take care of all the gummy wor- the family? Like gummy worms? Gummy, no, gummy no, edibles? no, no, because you can't go gummy everything. Right. No, there's gummy worms, there's gummy bears, there's gummy penises. Yeah, there's all kinds of gummy, gummy breasts. Um, <laughs> I'm taking my. Uh, I'm going to go running back. You peel, you pop this thing open, and you'll be running for days. Because nothing will make you higher on sugar than dipping sugar into sugar. And I'm doing fun dip. And that's your running back? I'm taking fun dip okay. at running back. No, it's not. Okay. Yeah. Fun dip is when you take a, a, sugar, a sugar stick Yes. And dip it in sugar. An edible and edible stick. That. Yeah, yes. people don't even realize that. That's, that's fun. Your pick, Joe. All right, we're going rapid fire. And people, anybody want to check in on Twitter, hashtagging Funkin' Fantasy with your pick. I'll read them out loud. All right. I'm going to go with... Uh, let's see. Huh? I know who to say. Not yet. All right. I'm going to go with uh, tight end. All right. Personally, I can't just have one of these things. I'll go through a whole bag of them. What do you got? Caramel creams. That's good. Caramel creams is good. See, now, here's what I want to do. I'm I'm, 
I know both sides are kind of afraid to take this candy. <laughs> because this is, forget about Democrat, Republican, Israeli, Palestinian, forget about all that shit, right, left. The thing that divides the world is whether you like yes. or dislike candy corn. Yes. And it's, it's good. I don't think either one of us has got the sand <laughs> to take candy corn at any point. Because it can really screw things up. Yes. Well, you know what? You're going to do it. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do it. Because you don't win. You don't, no. Without risking it. You don't win without risking it. <laughs> That's it. So at my kicker, <laughs> at kicker, <laughs> kicker, I'm taking quality. candy corn. That's quality. Candy corn, because I have no fear. I love candy or corn. Or shame. I am or dignity or respect or any of that other shit. But I have, I'm going candy corn. All right, so now you have a pick? Yes. All right, make your pick. Make your pick. I'm going against your kicker. All right, you're going against my kicker. Swedish fish. For a kicker? Swedish fish for a kicker. That's a QB, man. Are you kidding me? That's a quarterback. That's not a kicker. It is, exactly. That's why it's not a kicker. Did we lose the, we lose the feed? Did we lose the feed? I think we lost the Facebook Live feed. Oh, no. Yeah. I think we did. Some bitch. I lost the Facebook live feed. That's okay. That's all right. We're going to continue on. So, uh, Swedish fish sucks. Well, no, they're actually really good, but not for this stuff. Um, I'm going to go. Go flex. I'm going to flex on him, Joe. Versatile, extremely explosive when mixed with anything in this world. Going Pop Rocks. Pop Rocks, baby. Who's that? Going Flex, Pop Rocks. Okay. For the people hanging in here on Facebook Live, just hang on tight because I'm actually going to, um, the people listening to the podcast, just, just hang tight. I'm going to, uh, well, the people are going to listen to this tomorrow. I'm going to uh, try to reload the Facebook Live video so people here can actually listen to the show. I can't believe this happened. But you know, that's this program for you. Hang on a second. Ta -da 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 -da. All right. So it's your pick, Joe. You 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 talk while I do this. Okay. I'm gonna go quarterback. And uh, I, I know my daughter would be very appreciative of this pick. And that was going to be Sour Patch Kids. Sour Patch Kids. Sour Patch Kids is a good pick. Sour Patch Kids is good. I, I'm, 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 it's, I don't know, man. I'm not a big fan of the, of the, of the sour candies. I'm not either. I don't really like them, dude. I'm, I, I'm, don't, I don't agree with them being called candy. I think they're more like a punishment. Yes. We agree on that? Yeah, I agree with you on that one. Beautiful. With, with me, oh, with you. I'm with you. I'm with you. When I say Speaking of that, I, I was know. thinking about what I was going to be for Halloween. And I, I, was, I was invited to a couple Halloween parties. There's a couple shit shows happening locally. I'm not really into that kind of a scene too much. But I did figure out my costume. Oh, yeah? Vincent Antonelli, brother. Nice. I'm, <laughs> I'm, going, my blue, nice. I'm going my blue heaven. I guess you're not going to sit down at all, right? No. Because you're wrinkled. I'm not always all wrinkled the pants, but I'm going Vincent Antonelli. Now, we're back on Facebook Live for the people that missed out. I'm sorry for the people listening to the podcast later on. Uh, as I apologize each and every single week because it's a dumpster fire, but... 
we have some technical difficulties and I want to be able to let people get back on. So anyway, so it's my pick. I got to go... Uh, Going running back. Okay. Little guys. Tons of them everywhere. Gotcha. They are, they're sweet, but they're not too sweet. But the thing is about them, though, is that they're smart. I'm going. Nerds! 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 Nerds at running back, baby. Got to go nerds. So now let's give a, a quick little uh, recap here so far. The listeners have Sour Patch Kids at quarterback. Running backs are Skittles and Gummy Bears. Wide receivers are Twizzler. I, I can't, I, I'm so mad you took Twizzler. <laughs> um, the tight ends are Caramel Creams. The defense is Chuckles. I, I, just, <laughs> I, I don't know. And their kicker is Swedish Fish. Myself, quarterback is Starburst. My running backs are Nerds and Fun Dip. My wide receivers Airheads. My flex is Pop Rocks. My defense is Jawbreakers. And my kicker is Candy Corn. So now it's the listener's pick. Wide receiver flex left up there. I have a wide receiver tight end. We're going to make one more pick each, and then we're going to go into the, uh, uh, avo- uh, what you call it, the avoids and deploys for the week, Joe, and wrap this program up. So go ahead. Right, I'm going to go with my flex, and then I'll let, I'll let one of these guys here do the last Go for one. it. But as a kid growing up, always go for the superheroes. Always go for the cool cartoons. Mm-hmm. I wish they would do actually pro athletes, but they could never do that one. Yep. Pez. Motherfucker. I love Pez, dude. Now, I, I, now, now, the candy itself sucked. I, but it's how it's delivered. I, I know. I know. I'm, I'm, I'm a fan. I'm a fan of the I just recently bought an original 1981 Spider-Man Pez dispenser. See, my daughter is collectors. a freak. And every time collectors I'm in the store, I get her one or, or a group. I'm, I, this is vintage, bro. That's nice. It's man. vintage, man. In the package. Nice. I gave it to the person. They opened it. <laughs> they eat Pez out of it right now. My son did that to my starting lineups one day. All right. So Doug that. McGregor says, can we review the pick? Sorry, we just, we just came back. One more time for the people in the back. The listeners, quarterbacks, Sour Patch Kids, running backs are Skittles and Gummy Bears. Their wide receivers are Twizzlers. Their flex, which was just taken, is Pez. Uh, their tight end is Caramel Creams. Their defense is Chuckles. <laughs> their kicker is Swedish Fish. Myself. I got the quarterback at Starburst. Running backs are nerds and fun dip. My wide receiver is airheads. My flex is pop rocks. My defense is jawbreaker. And my kicker, I went with the ever-controversial candy corn. Now, it's my pick. I have a wide receiver and a tight end left to take. How old school do I want to go? But I want to go safe. Because then I want to take... I think, you're in, I think you need a lot of help. I, th- I think I do too, man. I think I do too. That's the problem. Don't go safe, man. You got to risk it. I'm going tight end, man. I'm going tight end. Old school. Old vintage. Staple. Old reliable. It's what you need from your tight end. Dependable. It's always there. Going blow pop. That's vintage? Blow Pop's been around a long time, bro. I'm going Blow Pop. That's quality. I got to go Blow yeah, Pop, man. I mean, listen, man. It's, just, it's, it's always in the bag. If you ever look in a trick-or-treat bag, oh, yeah. you always find a Blow Pop. And I take the uh, root beer and the uh, grapes. Oh, I love them. The grapes are the best. I love them, dude. I love them. See, again, this is something, these are things you find in trick-or-treat bags. You know what I mean? This is this kind of stuff you get. Now, 
Time to get into the avoid and deploys for the week. Again, I'm not the guy who tells you when to start. I mean, when to start these the star players. I'm the guy who tells you when to sit the star players. Uh, last week, what the hell did I do last week? Oh, last week I told you to avoid Philip Rivers of Tennessee. That was a miss. Uh, I told you I told you to avoid Carlos Hyde. That worked out pretty well because he got traded to Jacksonville during the week. Um, DeAndre Hopkins at Jacksonville, nah. Uh, and then Trey Burton, I told you to avoid him against New England, and he had a pretty good game. Uh, deploy, C.J. Beth at the Rams, that was a miss. Tevin Coleman home against the Giants, meh. Uh, Albert Wilson at Detroit, he got hurt, so can't take it against me. C.J. Azuma at Kansas City did score a touchdown. Uh, this week, I'm going to say avoid Baker Mayfield at Pittsburgh. Uh, I'm going to tell you to avoid Mark Ingram at Minnesota. I think they're going to just continue to feed Alvin Kamara more and more. Uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to avoid Alshon Jeffrey against Jacksonville and London. This is a, this is a must-win game. For both teams. Uh, I hate using the must-win thing, but this is literally a oh, must-win game for both teams. The Jacksonville Jaguars have announced an open competition at quarterback between Cody Kessler yeah. and, Bra- and Blake Bortles. I think they're just about done now. I you're, think they are, too. Do something like that. You're, you're shot. I think they are, too. But, again, this is one of those things where the Jacksonville Jaguars and the Philadelphia Eagles are both going to go out there in a must-win situation. I believe that Jacksonville defense will step up enough to, to try to take away Carson Wentz as number, one, well, number two option, aside from Zach Ertz. Uh, and Alshon Jeffrey, so I would avoid him. And I'm going to avoid Greg Olson against the Baltimore Ravens defense. We're going to deploy We're going to deploy Joe Flacco at Carolina. Very susceptible pass defense there. Uh, we're going to go ahead and deploy Jordan Howard home against the Jets. D.D. Westbrook against the Philadelphia Eagles in London. We're going to deploy him. Big play capability for Westbrook here. <clears throat> he had four receptions last week, only turned him in for 17 yards. But again, it was just a horrible day against a, a tough Houston defense, a Houston Texans defense. This is completely different. Neutral field in London, susceptible Eagles defense, big play capabilities here for Jacksonville, and Westbrook, I believe, will bust for a huge touchdown. And Vance McDonald, tight end for the Pittsburgh Steelers, home against the Cleveland Browns. Go ahead and start Vance McDonald. <clears throat> My voice is getting a little hoarse there. Um, also, daily fantasy picks, okay? Uh, again, these are picks that help you stay under the cap, but put you into the cash. All right, last week, uh, I gave you C.J. Beathard at the Rams. That was a miss. LaShawn McCoy, he got hurt. Willie Sneed would have had a better game, but he dropped a wide-open freaking pass in the middle of the field. Uh, and then, then uh, my boy David Njoku at Tampa, that was a hit. He had a good game. Uh, this week, for Daily Fantasy, I'm going to go ahead and give you Case Keenum at Kansas City. Seven, he's only 7,000 on FanDuel. That's where we play on FanDuel. You can play on anything you like. Uh, Raheem Mustard uh, at Arizona. He's 5,600. My, uh, he's the, uh, the running back for the San Francisco 49ers. are giving him more and more touches as the weeks go on. Uh, again, Mapareta may or may not be playing. Uh, if he does, he's not going to be anywhere near 100%. Uh, and Alfred Morris, it looks like they just basically phased him out of the offense altogether, out of the rotation. Jordy Nelson against Indianapolis. We mentioned him earlier in the program. I told you we mentioned him now. And the reason why is because there's really no one else to throw to. <laughs> so Jordy Nelson targets should be north of about 600. Okay, for people that are rejoining us now, again, on Facebook Live, I apologize. The stream stopped. Again, you know, we urge you to never cross the streams, and that's what happens when, it happen- when, when you do cross them. The podcast just goes out. The fire still roars out front, but the podcast goes out. Uh, and Vernon Davis at the Giants, 4,800. He's one of the only healthy weapons for the Washington Redskins, and that's why, <clears throat> excuse me, we're going to go ahead and start Vernon Davis if you're into gambling, which we are. Now, again, that was the fantasy part of the program. And now, let's get down to the reality part of the program. There we go. Get down to the business. Stone Cold PVC. Lead pipe blocks. Was 3-1 the week before? 
I was one and three last week. And that's because two kickers screwed me. <laughs> Justin Tucker, who's waited his entire career <laughs> until I have money on the line to miss an extra point. 200 and some, right? Dude. It's like 200 for 200. So I had a couple parlays riding, right? Oh, boy. This freaking guy cost me $900. That was a $900 missed extra point. 900 bucks on the line. Justin Tucker and I going to have words. All right? Seriously, man. You see, you remember the look on his face? Yeah. You should see the look on my face, all right? <laughs> Ask Tony. I was sitting in his living room watching with him. But again, I went one and three last week. It was horrible. Horrendous picks. But stick with me. I'm coming back this week. Strong. I got four stone-cold winners. Here we go, Joe. Taking the Chicago Bears home against the New York Nets because those Jets are falling apart, brother. And the Chicago Bears are trending upwards. Now, I'm taking the Chicago Bears coming up a hard loss against the New England Patriots, laying the seven points at home against the New York Jets. Then we're going to shift it up to the Seattle Seahawks, the legion of the revamped boom, at home, coming off a bye, hosting the Detroit Lions. Detroit is laying three. Detroit's home. That's right, Detroit's home. Seattle's going to Detroit. Detroit is a three-point favorite. I'm taking the Seattle Seahawks off the bye really? to win that game outright. I'm taking Seattle outright, but the way things have been going for me, take the points. <laughs> take the points. <laughs> then, Indianapolis to Oakland. The Indianapolis Colts are minus three. The Oakland Raiders are minus the century at home. They suck. They stink on any freaking turf. I'm taking the Indianapolis Colts minus three. Andrew Luck, healthy. That team's getting healthy. They're scoring points at will. I'll take the Indianapolis Colts and a route in Oakland. And then we're going Monday night. We're going Monday night That's to Buffalo. That's interesting. And we're taking the New England Patriots, <laughs> laying 13 and a half. Is that what it is? Laying that? 13. I, they're laying John Holmes-type numbers I got it. In, <laughs> in Buffalo. Nice. What do you got it at? I got 15 on this one. Well, it's down to 13 and a half. And I'm taking New England Patriots, a big number, 13 and a half at Buffalo to lay a biblical beatdown on the Buffalo Bills. And our boy, Jay Peterman, should be at the helm Come Monday night. So, again, Chicago minus seven against the Jets. Seattle minus plus a three in Detroit. The Indianapolis Colts minus three on the road in Oakland. And the New England Patriots minus 13 and a freaking half point at Buffalo. Look for an epic beatdown to happen. And I think the Eagles cover this week, too. I think they come back. Yeah. I like Jacksonville. Do you really? Yeah, I kind of like Jacksonville. I like Jacksonville. I'm done with this Eagles crap, man. I'm done with the homerism. You know me, John. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm just stick a fork in them. Stick a fork in them, dude. You know, having it two games this, this year like this. You don't do what uh, you did. You don't go ahead and you, listen. Super Bowl teams, playoff teams, championship caliber teams don't lose games the way the Philadelphia Eagles have lost games. True. So what I want to happen now is, Sir, you know what I want to happen? I want all the ticker tape bullshit to fade away, and I want heads to start rolling. I want heads to start getting cracked. I want people to start getting upset, and I want people to have an accountability for the, the, the fact that this team is falling apart. It's true. They've fallen apart, and there's no, it's just, oh, well, it's going to be okay. Let's not worry yet. Everything's fine. It's not fine, dude. It's not fine. Things aren't fine. I need, things need to change. Either change in a freaking hurry. The bike is leaving the podcast. <laughs> The bike is leaving the podcast. It did not get a ticket while it was in here. It was in, it was in good hands. Someone did sit on it, though. I'm kidding. No, I'm just fucking with you. Nobody touched it. <laughs> Nobody. All right. Take care, pal. Now, last pick. Listener's pick. Final pick, Joe. Dougie McGregor still on? No, he's gone. He's gone. He gone. I'll let, uh, what do you guys want for the last pick? 
Go ahead, Donna. You got the last pick. Go ahead, Joe. Come on. Each got a wide receiver to take. Somebody make a damn pick. Right. We want a little spice in our offense. Go hot tamales. Dude, you, you, just, you just lost. You, you, I, can't, I can't possibly lose to a team with chuckles and freaking hot tamales. At he took it, dude. He took it. I don't care. I don't care. These games have been too close for me. You got to take it. You got to take it. Got to take it, bro. Hot tamales. Put it down. Mark it. Nope. Nope. That was my next pick. That was bad, dude. That's like the Chris T. Jones of wide receiver. It is, man. It is. Um, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take my last wide receiver. I screwed up the spelling. And um, again, I'm going with old reliable. I need, I need upbeat people on my team. Positive people. I need jolly motherfuckers. You know what I'm saying? I'm taking jolly ranchers at wide receiver. That's quality. Ah. So let's give it out one more time to end this thing. The listeners have their quarterback is Sour Patch Kids. Running backs are Skittles and Gummy Bears. Uh, wide receivers are Twizzlers and Hot Tamales. Their flex is Pez. Their tight end is Caramel Creams. Personal favorite of mine. Although I'm a Werther's man as well. Uh, the defense is Chuckles, and their kicker is sweet as fish. Luigi, that is I, took Starburst at quarterback. My running backs are nerds and fun dip full of sugar. Wide receivers are airheads and jolly ranchers. My flex is pop rocks. My tight ends blow pop. My, my defense is jawbreaker. And my kicker, the ever controversial candy corn. It depends if we got right or left voting tonight, Joe. Yeah. Tomorrow, I don't know what it's going to take, but we'll see what happens, man. Uh, I know what's going to happen now, though. We're going to go home. I want to thank everyone for joining us tonight on Facebook Live. Join us on Block Talk Radio. Here live at Moonshine, 1825 East Moy, Menton Avenue, every single Tuesday night at 7 p.m. for Funk and Fantasy. Get your I want to thank uh, all the people, the lovely people here that came in to enjoy this disaster live and in person. Appreciate you every single week. I want to thank, uh, I want to thank Donna's daughter for coming here and showing off her new little boyfriend. He's so cute. He's about five foot four. <laughs> He's about five foot four. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's what you're worried about if you can take him? You can take anybody. Trust me. Scratch his eyes out. Nah, he's a good kid. And, Don, and, and Dana's a great kid, too. I go see her at work every once in a while. She works at Fuel down there on Passionk Avenue to get the, the healthy options. That's what I like. There's a guy getting ready to talk to him on a microphone. What's up, Joe? Yeah, he's going to be riding the fifth race of parks on Saturday. Yeah, exactly. That kid's a, yeah, put, a, put, a, put, a, put, a, put a jockey on, man. Get him on a horse, quick. Kid looks like a jockey. Anyway, Doug McGregor checking in. He's saying no Reese's Pieces. No, this was no chocolate. No chocolate. They're not, are they? No, and he says if you Google them, there's no chocolate in them. Yeah, with the peanut butter, but they got the chocolate-coated shell. Yeah, it's still... I said no, because every because you could have went Reese's. It's like, no. Just play by the goddamn rules. Listen to the... You understand, Doug. <sighs> anyway, I want to thank Joe Rafina for coming in, hanging out with us tonight in the program. Co-host, appreciate that, Joe. Our Joe Carrado was checking in on Facebook Live. Maybe we'll see him back here in a week or so. Um, I hope to see you back each and every single week. My name's Luigi Curto. Thank you for following me here uh, at Moonshine and every single week... Um, on this podcast make sure you're following Joe Rafino at Ruin Today on Twitter make sure you're following myself at Luigi Curto 22 the show at Funk and Fantasy you have to follow that because if you can't follow that you're not following anything make sure you're following at Tony Bruno Show and at Miss Robin Austin because they'll be back here tomorrow night with myself we'll be rocking the mics one more time from 7 to 9pm for the Tony Bruno Show uh, it's been so much fun coming back and we might have some like I said some special guests uh, some special people inside uh, coming in in studio and then we have uh, some 
some big time news and someone joining us over the phone as well for those gamblers out there and those uh, daily fantasy players. Um, in the meantime, I'm Luigi Curzo trying to sign off this damn program reminding you it's not a fantasy if you believe it's real. Good night, everybody. from dad <clears throat> all right save money on car insurance when you bundle home and auto with progressive can i take these off all right what is this this looks good wow that's well made where did you get this i'm talking to you with the hair yeah where did you get this it's good stuff that's solid that's not veneer that's solid stuff progressive can't save you from becoming your parents but we can save you money when you bundle home and auto Progressive Casualty Insurance Company affiliates and other insurers. Discounts not available in all states or situations. Hi, it's Jamie, Progressive's Employee of the Month, two months in a row. Leave a message at the... Hi, Jamie. It's me, Jamie. I just had a new idea for our song about the Name Your Price tool. So when it's like, tell us what you want to pay, hey, 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 and the trombone goes, blah, 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 and you say, we'll help you find coverage options to fit your budget. Then we just all do finger snaps while a choir goes, savings coming at ya, savings coming at ya. Yes? No? Maybe? Anyway, see your practice tonight. I got new lyrics for the rap break. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.